All right, looks like we're rolling. We can start a show, unless John doesn't want to start a show. No, 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 no. Let's do a show. Are you doing it? Well, there it is. Yeah. Is that loud enough? I can't tell. It's always going to be loud enough. Uh, no, I don't know, because I, my headphones aren't the greatest today. They're finally dying on me. They're good? You giving me a thumbs up, or are you are flipping me off? There it is. Okay, good. Let me drink one of my waters. It's been a long time since you've had a water in my house, John Huck. They used to drink cases of water after every show. I think I had... Uh, Two, two last week. Oh, you did? Congratulations. Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I'm Brian Irwin. I'm John Huck. And guess what, John? We got the band back together. Jen Murphy. On bass guitar. <laughs> oh, Jen. my headphones just popped in. Hello. Oh, mine just went out. <laughs> right, now we lost the audio. What happened? My headphones went out. Are you Everything's serious? gone. No, it's not that Hello? you have to just check your thing here. I don't I'm hear done. anything now. <laughs> keep, play, keep playing the music. Oh, I hear it. I hear it now. Okay. It, okay. <laughs> no, it's all broken up. But it's probably your. It's Eddie's thing. Mine's How's it mine? Let's all calm down. We just, I had to blame someone. You didn't brush your hair today, so I'm going to blame you. Nothing. There we are. I, don't worry about it, Ed, for now. All right. Huh? <laughs> what do you mean, nothing? We're, this is what we're. We can hear you. You can hear me fine? Yeah. Wait, can you hear us in the room? I can hear you in the room. That that, all right. But the headphones are done. Okay. Well, you know that's what? fine. As but long I can as your hear. Mic works. That's fine. As long as you can hear me. Oh my god. That's all that matters. I have tried so hard for years <laughs> to have the best of the best. The only thing I don't invest in cables, headphones, and uh, antiperspirant. <laughs> Am I sweating? <laughs> oh, oh my dude. god, that was so Eddie, mean. Keep... <laughs> that was meaner than anything why? I ever said. I don't know. I don't know why mine. <laughs> also, give it ten minutes. Eddie's gonna pit out too. I'll pit. I'm pitting out already. You haven't brushed your hair. You have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're wearing I have layers th- of clothes and it's eighty degrees. I don't have layers on. These are exercise clothes. Yeah, but you're wearing pants. Yeah. Tight yoga pants and those aren't shorts yoga pants and shorts over them. Those are they're compression. There's complexion. Complexion. They're made to. They're complexion they're pants. They're made to hold heat into your body. The stuff is legs. No, they're not. Yes, the they are. No, they aren't. Yeah. They're made to yeah. hide all my varicose veins. Oh no. Or not varicose. What is it when the veins are popping out and you're not actually you're it's not strong? Varicose. Okay. And you're not strong. You're not. You don't like my veins pop it's out when you're a lot of weight. Thing than it is a muscular. It's from too many years sitting as a DJ. Not as sitting. A radio DJ. Like they used to say, if you stood too much, you could get them too. Yeah, so waitresses. You know. I was yeah. just making that up, but you oh, okay. go along with it. <laughs> so basically, yes, no, I don't have to go along with it. Yes, and. So the only safe thing to do is lay down. Then is what you're yeah. saying. If you yeah, stand, something. you get them. If you sit, you get them. So just lay just down. Do, yeah, <laughs> just take naps. Lots and lots of naps. Vertical. Well, you know the good thing is Wait, my headphones um, are working again. Speaking of mine, don't. So speaking <laughs> of teching uh, uh, out, um, I thought one of the best things we had to start the show was our mic check in a room full of people who use microphones for a living. I thought that went real well. Oh, John, man. thoughts? Uh, the see. fact that not a single person knew to turn on the microphone. I can't hear anything. Guys, I can't. Well, Guys. I thought you had everything prepared. My go-to, prepared. Is, to, my go-to is to blame the sound guy. That's your opener? That's the opener. Yeah. What, why aren't these jokes working? Sound guy. Sound guy. Everyone's you know, like, I do, honestly. Is this on? And all of us have seen hundreds, if not thousands, of concerts. I feel bad for a lot thousands. of roadies. The roadies. You feel bad for the them? Tech guy. Yeah, because let's be honest, they get yelled at. Yeah, you want to feel bad for? Some, yeah, have you ever have you watched the um, the Grateful Dead documentary on Amazon? No. Oh, they do a whole. I mean, the roadies are a huge part of the the family there that went on tour, and those guys had an insane schedule in the seventies, like leading into the eighties, when the Grateful Dead did, decided to do this massive sound system. These guys would break this down and like go 
and be at the next venue the next night. Like they just went night after night. These guys slept for like two hours a day, and they were probably driving while they were sleeping. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I used to, I used to uh, before my radio days. I was a tour. No, after radio, I was a tour manager of bands. So you had to be did friendly with the at? roadies, huh? Did you get yelled at? I did not. I was a tour manager. Oh, you did the yelling. Did uh, yeah, I was probably a douchebag. But you know, some of the guys that never showered. We, my favorite moment though was we drove in two vans. So like we were like we uh, it was a, it was a band called the Guffs. They were on Atlanta Records, and we had like minimal tour support back then. So like to, just to give you an idea, like we were touring all over the place um, on a very limited budget. Uh, to support a record that kind of never really hit, so it was not like the glamorous. Well, there's no actually, there's no such thing as actually glamorous tour, touring um, per se, unless you're flying in jets everywhere every night, right? But um, it, it, it was you. You would do a lot of driving, like you'd perform, and then you'd have to. The next gig was like 12 hours away, so you didn't stay at hotels. You like started driving again, and some of the crew guys just smelled. And I'll never forget. Uh, we had this guy. His name was Stanky Schwanky because he had the That's worst. He smelled <laughs> Stanky Schwanky. Yeah. Didn't smell, did he? He had the worst. <laughs> the ironic nickname. Feet. Right? I mean, it's bad enough. You like some people are just like, like roses. Genetically <laughs> built to have stinky feet, right? And Stanky Schwanky was one of those. Oh guys. my god! And I'll never forget. He grew into that name, did he? Two weeks in, I I'll, I looked in the rearview mirror as I was driving, and I just saw a big bag of socks get thrown out the window. There was a complete Attica in the other van. <laughs> With like people had had it because he wouldn't do his laundry Just either. Revolt. Revolt. So he'd have whatever was smelling on him, and then he'd have a whole another bag in the back of stuff that reeked. And it's just they just literally were like, "Fuck this, dude! Your socks are gone!" And literally just threw his shit out the window. Hey, Stanky Schwanky, oh, if you're listening, he's not. Stanky, Stanky. listen. If he was like, he was good about it. Stanky Schwanky, if you're listening, uh, don't feel bad. Uh, one time I kept my Sorel boots on for about a week. <laughs> what are and Sorel boots? They're those like big, thick, like winter boots. Yeah. And oh. I t- then I took them off, and everyone where I lived was pretty angry. Good Wait, story. You, like, like, you like in the neighborhood or the house? Yeah, I fell asleep in them. I basically wore the same clothes for like a whole, probably like three, <laughs> four days. No shower, nothing. Well, clearly, Jen, I'm not showering in my boots. <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, because I was in between places and just kind of living. Are oh, you homeless? Not really, but yeah, kind of. But sorry. not really. It was college. It was all right. <laughs> yeah, in college, I mean, you know, things happen. Yeah. <laughs> girls you, kiss girls, kiss girls any... guys go homeless. I mean, that's, that's college, right? I like to party. Did you hook up with any girls in those boots? <laughs> yeah, sure. Wait, during that during that tenure? No. Uh, okay. The tenure of the three or four days? <laughs> no. But they were ass getting boots? I mean... No, I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, like some girls were, have like, like fuck me pumps. Yeah, no, I went to school where you had Those to stay warm. That, that was the top priority. Wait, did you just warm. say John was wearing fuck me pumps? No, no she said I some said girls ass getting boots because some ass there's a phrase boots. for girls. Ass getting is there even a thing? God. Cowboy boots, God, maybe. Yeah, no, it would be like lucky booby. Hey, every time I put these boots on, I go out, I look good, I it's feel my good. Lucky I, boots. I get laid. They'd be like lucky boots. I get that, but like, why can't they be ass getting boots? They can't be. You can call them that. Uh, I think they were ass getting galoshes. I think they were ass smelling boots. <laughs> yeah, they definitely smelled like ass. Ooh, what was that? The, you could just the headphones go out and uh, they just, pop back in really that loud. Was that just pop for now. You don't need oh my God. Who, who Did it happen them? to everybody? Are you, are you even recording? Is yeah. This, I feel no. like this is a. This I don't is, think this, my mic is on. This is a trick. <laughs> this my, is a show trick. <laughs> this, <laughs> no, this, guys, let's. We have. This is our end of the year, 2017. Merry Christmas. Hollywood Anonymous end of the year extravaganza show. Can't you feel it? I mean, so this show is so much more underwhelming than any Dick Clark this is underwhelming ringing in the New Year thing. I feel extravagant. Does anybody watch ringing in the New Year stuff anymore? 
I mean, I, I'm no. guessing. I haven't. I mean, even when it was a thing, I don't really think I watched. I think a lot of people put it on, like in the background. On yeah. the is, are only people watching this year to see what happens to Mariah Carey? Did I read something somewhere that they're giving her a do-over or something? For Didn't what? something bad happen no, to her last she, year uh, when she got butt? She was lip-syncing last year, and it was year, way off. And it was and way off. <laughs> so they're yeah, gonna, like they're going to make it right this year. Yeah, but here's the thing: haven't we learned since Millie Vanilli that you shouldn't be doing that shit anymore? Dude, rest in peace. It's embarrassing. But they lost Kathy Griffin, right? Wasn't she the big? Sidekick. Yeah, her and Anderson Cooper did a yeah a New Year's thing. But I not, don't know, not anymore. She's gone. She is. Out. She's gone. She's gone for not. Yeah, she, she went out. She cut the president's Trump. head off. Did she She's go gone. Britney Spears deep end and like after that all happened to her, yeah. she lost her hair and like just like stopped wearing makeup and took her wig she off. She looked and, like, really bad. I almost kind of felt like was that intentional? Like why? I mean. She had some video online where she was pleading for help, like for work, and she's like, she refused to go back and do club work again and do ten minute spots. And you know what? The best of the best did it. I used to do, um, I used to do the uh, uh, the Ramada Inn on Vermont, and you know, used to come in there all the time. Mark Maron used to come in there before Mark Maron became Mark Maron again. That was the kind of shit that if you still wanted to do it, that used to be a morgue, right? Yeah, it used to be morgue. Now it's the yeah. well, then it became the W C Fields room. Yep, <laughs> which makes. <laughs> Because he did a lot of stand-up. My favorite thing about that room was the Well, thing- it's not a stand-up room. It's just a lounge that we that people shove stand-up into. They, you know they I mean? did. And the guy that was the bartender there, my favorite thing was he... Hated stand-up? Hated stand-up. And he would leave, go in the other room, and play a trumpet. <laughs> so while the show is going on, you can hear him two rooms down playing a fucking trumpet. I love that. They still have shows there. You can do still they? do it. Bartenders at comedy rooms that hate comedy. <laughs> I remember Josh Fadum did a show down there for a while. Yeah, he used to do, I loved it. There was pie eating contests between. Yeah, and that sets. got much bigger laugh than anything I did oh, on stage way there. <laughs> the pie eating contest the pie did. Contest got much bigger laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what is great that is gone now? Elf on the Shelf went away. He retired for the year. Oh, he's gone. Where does he go? Well, uh, he's still actually here, but I just haven't gotten around to. He doesn't leave anymore. Yeah, but can he still be seen by the kids? Yeah, they question. They're like, what's with dudes still here? Yeah, like, I love how the fact that like, once they realize he's got nothing, they've got nothing to gain. It's like a person who stayed at the house too long. Like, um, and who's out of money? Like, who was how buying long pizzas is, every <laughs> night and then like all of a sudden can't buy pizzas? He yeah. just hangs out. You're like, yeah. oh, the clown's still here? How long is he... Um, is clown leaving? He's going to take a space here. Um, he's not really pulling his weight, so... Let's get him uh, out of here. If the shelf could leave, that would be great. Isn't the shelf. Tanner a little old for... Yeah, you he's need to understand still, something, Jen, about getting, uh, I, doesn't he believes in getting a lot of shit? Yeah, oh, if that's okay. what you talk about. There's, there's a. It's just yeah. I think it was. No, I just it's said like, the okay, name of your kid on okay. air. You got to live in the gray. If you want to, be, if you want life to benefit you at a youth, you got to live in the gray. Don't <laughs> don't. Is that, is that what this? Uh, speaking of living in the gray, uh, we have a Stranger Things. What would you call this uh, display? I would. I think. Would, I, mean, I think it's art. I think it's art. Did you do the drawing? No, I just. Who did the drawing? The elf printed it off the internet. So that was your, and the elf was on the under, underneath, or the upside down? Yeah, so basically, you know, in order to have, like, fun things, we wanted to give the kids the Stranger Things action figures. It was our family all watched the show together, and so we got the action figures, and then I put um, the Demogorgon, L and uh, Elf upside down on the fireplace. I taped them upside down below. The other kids were watching them. Um, Run from the Demogorgon. That's pretty good. They dug it for like 12 seconds. It was good. I still was proud of my work. Yeah, you, know? you can only... That's got a 12-second lifespan yeah, in does. their eyes. But, but, you know, that's good. That's an Instagram-worthy... Is that where we're at? 
Yeah. Get, yeah, yeah, it is where we're at. You're yeah, right. It's it a show. It's a show off moment. Instagram yeah. show off. Yeah. I mean, off. look, if you're doing all that and your kids aren't appreciating it, other they people, are. Other parents will. No, the kids appreciate it, but like then like you, you, said, you think about seconds. it. And the other thing is too. This whole elf thing has got kids scared shitless. Like they're not allowed to touch the thing. Like they're, yeah, so they freak. They don't. They don't get very close to it because they yeah. feel like if I touch this, I am fucked. Like somehow or another, they almost they treat it like poison. Well, it sounds like you're making it seem like it is poison. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I. I, I got to be honest with you. Um, I was not. I, I was not. That was not my sales pitch. I, I'm not a Hallmark holiday guy. Like I don't like the. I, it was. It was definitely designed. For commerce on Christmas at the Irwins. <laughs> no, no, they get listen. They get I'm not a Hallmark holiday. No, guy. no, I'm all for Christmas. I don't like the extra shit that has just all of a sudden. Like Eddie, you have kids. When when did all of a sudden the elf show up? That whole concept show up at your house and wreck well, it. The elf thing's, like only, like, the old thing's only like ten years old, right? To begin with. Yeah, we didn't start until like three years we ago, so it must have not of four, four, three, four years. Yeah, ago? see, it took a while for it to catch. Because on. it's like an Amway scam. Somebody else has to get you sold on it. Yeah, if you well, we buy got, twelve elves and then someone <laughs> exactly. under, but you buy twelve wasn't elves, do it. But my sister-in-law did it with her kids, and the cousins talk. Uh-huh. So by default, I had to be just like, yeah, okay, here's our elf. He yeah, it's like the tooth fairy where they screw up how much money you make. Exactly. Kids talk. What did uh, you do on Christmas? Well, we gave away gifts, and you gave them away. Got no credit for it. And did you get any gifts? Huh? Did you get I did. I got some gifts. I try. I, Those yoga pants? Huh? They're not yoga pants. The compression sleeves. Listen, <laughs> should have asked for Mike. For cables. somebody who claims to watch football, you know, a lot of the pros, this is what they look like. And I'm trying to look like. Oh, <laughs> 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 shit. Yeah. Why is everyone so, laughing? Uh, everyone knows this is what a lot of the pros look You're gonna like. You're going to take Aaron's place? They look like they're doing a podcast in their basement. <laughs> I look like a lot of the pros do. Eddie, you cannot laugh. I've seen you wear a jersey. Okay, and John, you've worn jerseys, jerseys too. Yeah, I also, yeah. But, but I don't go, this is what the pros do. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't say this is how they look. No, this is it. The pros handle business. Oh, they don't wear jerseys? Yeah, pros they do, wear but they don't look like me. <laughs> They if did back in the I am clearly a fan who wears a jersey. No, back in the 80s, they may look like you because they yeah. didn't have, you know, they weren't required to tuck their shirt in or do sit ups. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you had a chance back in the day. Could have been a first baseman. I could have been a first baseman. You Guys, you know softball. what? I'm going back to baseball. <laughs> I'll see you later. That's what the pros want. That's my New Year's resolution is to get into the MLB. <laughs> Hey, listen, I saw the movie The Rookie. It's never too late, you guys. It's never, it's never too late. Well, I was a child, so what do you mean never too late? And also, like, what about Invincible? No, no, no. No, The Rookie was, he was a, a baseball coach in high school. It was based on true stories. A guy oh. that pitched in the bigs for like oh, three years. I thought years. that was about the kid who owned the Angels or whatever. That was Rookie of the Year, wasn't it? That was Rookie. Uh, oh. No, I don't know. He doesn't. Who well, cares? The kid with the arm played for the twins. I was forced to watch Waterboy yesterday with my oldest son. What'd you watch? So, Dude, that's a great movie. It actually wasn't that bad. No, Henry Winkler's in it. Yeah, he was. No, I had seen it in a long time. I mean, was it was right made in '97, so right? yeah. You know what's funny? Watching Sandler now, Sandler's to what my youth, what Jerry Lewis was to my youth. Like Jerry Lewis, kind of like you watched all his early stuff, and you're like, oh my, and you're a kid, and you're like, oh my god, this guy's funny. And then there was that moment where like it just wasn't funny anymore. Like it's just they age out or whatever. Whatever they're doing, they don't adjust. Well, you and don't. Like, be, yeah, you become you grow out of being the target market. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that, and, and I, I'm not an Adam Sandler hater. Like a lot of people, just love to shit on that guy Why? because 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 of that. It's the oh. same thing happened to Jerry Lewis. It's like, oh, he makes some shitty movies now, right? Oh, like, yeah, that's, but you know what, man? He still gets movies made, and he makes you, movies with his friends. You make a ton of money, and you put all your friends. And, in Yeah. Them? Well, like, first off, no one dream, cares right? about the how much money Adam Sandler makes. I think it's just no, no, from, it's but, from a but whether I mean, it's funny like, or not. But yeah, but it's at the same time, those movies still like kids. Like if you're gonna piss on grown-ups like kids love those movies you know what i mean that's like beverly hills ninja wasn't really it might have been they might have tried to make it for us but it ended up being a kids movie you know what i mean and kids love it the kids who grew up watching that movie will quote it today and still think it's great you know what i mean so i don't know there's just there's all you can't piss on someone for making a bunch of movies if you don't like no but people do i don't know but that's just because people don't make movies themselves or (laughs) <laughs> don't do anything. Well, I think it's also just a thing, right? If you can't do what they do, if you're jealous about them, you... It's the same thing they did with Judd Apatow's comedy special. What do you mean? a bunch of people shitting on it. It wasn't bad. Oh, this billionaire guy's going to make a comedy special? Like, they're shitting on him that he shouldn't be doing comedy because he's rich. Are you talking no about a people people or comedians? No, the idiots on Facebook that I'm following. Yeah, comedians. Oh, oh comedians, yeah. <laughs> I, I, had, I heard one... Oh, I haven't seen it at all, um, but I, I heard a, a friend of mine saw it who's not a comedian, and was like, I go, oh, how was it? Because he was talking about all the specials he just watched, and I, I go, oh, you saw Judd Apatow? How, how was Judd's? And he goes, uh, it was like watching a millionaire movie maker talk about how he's getting back into stand-up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, that's, you know, you talk about yeah. what you know. That's his life. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess. And if, here's the thing about that. Of course, of course they're going to put the most famous, well-known names... It's a business. It's oh, no, a, it's, no, that's how Netflix, yeah. No, I'm saying, that, that's, yeah. so, I mean, it's like you can't, you have to also understand how the business works. You know, I mean, as funny as I think anybody I in this room is, yes, you'd love to see your Netflix special, but it's not going to draw new eyes to them. People Ooh. would have to, da, 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 people have to discover, I'm not saying they can't discover, but discovery and drawing are two totally different things. It's just two different um, ideologies. I think that they could still, and I think this is one of the things that his headphones are literally just falling apart. They're like disintegrating as he's just sitting there. <laughs> but it's just two different ideologies. And I, and I, I don't like uh, that when they swing too much to the commerce side where they just stop trying to bring uh, new, fresh talent that eventually will develop to the table and they only focus on what's hot for the now is also dangerous, too. I think there's got to be a happy balance. Well, I, I think, think Netflix has Netflix has definitely found that balance. Yeah. I mean, they did those half hours that... Uh, I can't remember everybody, but Nikki Glaser was a part of, of those. And then they're doing quarter hours. They're doing, they're doing our comedy specials with four comics. You know what I mean? Four comics doing 15 minutes. So. They've kind of taken over what Comedy Central used to do back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so I think they are doing their, uh, they're more than they have to, more than they have to for sure in getting other people out there. Yeah, but the thing with those hour comedy specials, they're the the quarter ones you're talking about. It's like they're not putting in a lot of new talent. It's a lot of people have already had hour specials. Yeah, they put Brent Warren in a half hour one. He's already had an hour one. I was like, those things don't, that that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that was that. Well, that's, again, that's the go with what you know. Concept is a little bit. It's a little bit of lazy programming, I mean, but I also had get an hour it. Special. Why would you get a fifteen-minute special? It doesn't make. It also depends on who the talent. I don't, I don't, we should you know. obviously. I don't want to bore the people who are listening here, but I mean, it does, we all know this, and this is the thing about being in this business. It, a lot of it does boil down to who is in charge of the creation of those things, the talent of those things, and we we know 
uh, through the years, not necessarily, there's a lot of people who aren't actually don't do this anymore in the business, especially with the late night programming. We all knew who the ones were that were good at it and the ones who were lazy at it because you would see them at the shows. Like some of them, some of the talent pokers when it came to stand up, like they were always out and they were really excited and they were actually watching people that were taking notes. And then there were other people you never saw out. And it was like, just give me a tape. Just give me a t- and you knew that those people were just asking other people, like, hey, what do you, what do you know about? Like that, that, and, 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 which is probably why they don't do that job anymore. I think they were just, it was a job to them. And, and so there's, again, that's no different than any other business, but it did have an effect on, I think, who was getting booked and who was being seen and who was, who was kind of uh, you know, developing in the scene. You know? That's my opinion anyway. How do you guys feel about that? Thanks I don't a lot. Know. I just, uh, I feel, uh, I feel like you're going to fall asleep, Johnny. You okay? It, oh, yeah, it always depends on. Who, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm going to. Who's booking what? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm saying, it's but that's. Of, yeah, I mean, people like you, they're going to remember you and they're going to put you in shit if they. Oh, you know. But it seems like maybe Netflix brought some decent people in that are actually paying attention, it sounds like, according to you guys. I like that they put up specials from all like people from different countries. I watched one yeah. that was all in Spanish. <laughs> Oh, you just put on the... Uh, uh, no, no, no. They're putting up um, a big variety of like, yeah, international yeah, they comedians, had, too. They, they, and they put them like, up front, right? So there was this... They were pushing this one girl. I don't know where she was from, Australia or something, but I, I, didn't, I'm, I didn't watch the special. I apologize. But um, I saw other comics like, who the fuck is this? Why the fuck should I be watching this? Why the fuck is it on the People front page? Assholes. I'm like... And it was like a guy who I was like, aren't you... I, what? Like, why? What is your problem? <laughs> and it was, I was, it was so weird. He's like, yeah, I just left that up there because I was like, well, why are you pushing this shit on me? I've never heard of her. I'm like, who the fuck are you? What do you mean you never heard of her? Who cares what you've heard of? They like, put a lot of people on the front page that I've never heard of. Right. That's why is that a problem, though? It's not it's a problem fucking, for me. It's like people freak out about it. It's like, what, They're you assholes. want it the same six dickheads you've seen every night of the week? You want those fucking guys on the front page every single... because no, they'll complain when that happens. Well, I yeah, think... Exactly, I, dude. You know where that... A lot of that... When this... Uh, I think it was Michelle Wolf got an mm-hmm. HBO hour. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, I'm sorry. You know, I mean, I get HBO used to be a place where, like, you probably pretty much knew who this person was when they did an hour. I get that part of it. But I was genuinely interested. She's actually pretty good. I don't mean that, like, in a negative way. Meaning that I didn't know who she was. And all I had read was, again, the haters who were doing that stuff. So then you kind of go in and you kind of like, "Ah." and and then I watch it. I'm like, what are you guys so upset about? She actually knows what the hell she's doing. She's funny. She's funny. Yeah. Yeah, And I know she was. Just because HBO is not running specials of like, you know, the George Carlin's of the world. uh, And that's it. Doesn't mean that the people who they, maybe they want to expand. (laughs) Well, HBO used to break down all the time. Yeah. In the 80s. Yeah. Seinfeld, Kennison. That was like people, they get their first exposure from HBO. Rodney Dangerfield specials and stuff. Yeah. Where are the Rodney Dangerfields of the world? Somebody has to step up and do it. But the, the, everything's evolved, too. I mean, maybe nobody wants to do that anymore. That was kind of his thing. I mean, if you talk, we've talked to... What do you mean? Louis Anderson's been on the show before, and, he, and, he, and I know Jim Carrey's talked about this as well, but Rodney Dangerfield was like, that was his give back. Like, that was a thing that mattered to him. Wait, like, what are you talking about? I lost. About I lost. Rodney Dangerfield used to have the Young Comedian specials on HBO. Oh. But that wasn't... It, it developed from something that he was actually doing. The show was created based on something he was doing in his real life, which was he was developing comedians. He actually gave a shit. He would sit in the back and he would watch guys and oh, stuff and like that. Oh, there's nobody doing that. Well, there, it's not that there's nobody doing it. Well, I mean, I would say <laughs> I heard Ralphie Mae was kind of like that. Un, um, you know, he, uh, or um, Iglesias did it. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Gabriel. Well, Gabriel he kind of does that, yeah. That's true. He did it, yeah. yeah I mean, there. I think there are people doing it still. It's just, uh, not it's, not, it's not as, it's not as, 
you know, let's give him a show and let's let him get, you know, they're not Rodney Dangerfield. It's either. also a little bit more difficult. Dangerfield did it at a time where, like, if you did Carson or you did that show, you everybody saw it because there wasn't that, was that much going on. That was the on. only now comedy you were going to yeah. see. That is, I actually think you get the most exposure on a Netflix special now. Yep. Anything you do in Netflix is probably, I'm guessing, is and we talked about this with the Chelsea Handler effect when she was on E! It's just people just go to a place for something specific and it blows up from there and I feel like Netflix is kind of owns that now. Yeah. yeah. You know? Maybe. I mean, it seems like if you have a Netflix special, you get the most exposure. I mean, as much as, you know, we, uh, we love Quincy Jones and he had his opportunity on HBO, it didn't blow up, I think. Because go, it goes away. It's on HBO, but they run it for a cycle and then it goes away. Yeah. And I don't think... You know, I have a Netflix special. You can go see it anytime. Especially if they put you on the front. Well, it doesn't page. go away. Yeah, I think what ends up happening is I, I don't think people go to HBO for comedy the same way they used to, right? They go to HBO for other stuff. HBO has also moved into a lot of original programming, which is really good. I think a lot of people just go there, binge watch, whatever, and then well, HBO and then get the used hell to out. be where you would find comedy. And then, it, then like, sort of in the 90s, Comedy Central took over that. Yeah, and the and HBO sort of dropped away with their HBO specials and the one night stands and stuff, and then it was Comedy Central, and now Comedy Central is sort of pulled away from that. So now there's that void, and it looks like Netflix is the one that's jumped into that void. I think the, I don't even hear about Comedy Central anymore that much. Not, well, well, I think you, we're out of the demographic. Uh, well, also welcome I think, to out of the demographic talk. If you don't have if you don't have cable, like I don't have cable I don't anymore, either. right? So all everything I have is based on. Hulu, streaming, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, Netflix, Amazon. Yeah. So if I don't do you get have a digital any... intent, like how do you, so do you, are you that guy? Like, did you go digital intent? So like, if you want local news or like, or do you not have, do you don't even give a shit about local channels? I don't, I can't get, I can't, I tried doing an antenna and, uh, it didn't, it wouldn't work. So no, so those things are antenna. not it's perfect just, science. It just depends where you live. You have yeah. to live somewhere. I live in like, you know, next to Paramount with like it, so much, the shit idea that I could get a signal was kind of silly. To begin with, but it, it depends on where you live. You just you put live. it up, and you're actually getting people filming. <laughs> I'm just getting at the actual <laughs> movies. I'm getting the dailies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Come on you're, over, dude. They're doing that that uh, Star Wars you're outtakes. Video Village. I'm getting Video Village. That would be sweet. But no. Um, Do you like so? So you've gone off the what I you, you and another friend of mine. You guys have gone what I call off the grid, like no cable. No uh, satellite off the grid. Well, so like you're going, sure, you're but solely we still going have internet and like, no, no, you're going yeah. solely a la carte. Like you're like, I don't need to pay for hundreds of dollars. You're in not service. necessarily going a la carte because Hulu has just about everything you want to watch that's on TV. Well, you're going a la carte in the fact that you're choosing the programming now. Like yeah. you're choosing Hulu, you're choosing Netflix, you're choosing yeah. whatever, and you don't have the the full like you don't have so sports. You if I you don't you don't have ESPN so you have to watch like if you uh, want first if you of watch all like a, if I had ESPN I wouldn't watch okay, it okay all right but my point it's a is garbage network but if you wanted to watch like Sports Center you don't have that you just if you just well, want why to would watch, I want to do it if I was going to watch anything I'd watch MLB Network okay which never, I can watch on my phone through the MLB I was package. talking in general I never terms, heard anyone say they hated ESPN no a lot of people do what? whatever what? it's because everybody hates Disney you know, Disney's buying up it's everything. not that I hate Disney which they should such a it's such a all it's not. It shouldn't be a sports network. It should just be like, hey, do you like football? Do you like basketball? Watch ESPN. That's it. That's like all they cover. Anyway, what are you doing? Don't worry about me. Just keep talking. Uh, I was listening to you complain. Uh, I wasn't complaining. I was just saying about it. I watch MLB Network through my, through my phone, and then um, I have the actual package for when baseball games are played. I am missing out on hockey this year. That's the one thing I'm bummed about. 
I can watch. I have M- the NF- NBC Sports app, and what Brian doesn't know while well, he's out of the room, he'll never hear this. I think he doesn't. Is that I use uh, illegal his, downloading his password, his password to get my uh, <laughs> like Fox on the West Coast and uh, Fox Sports. No, I know you've told me. And ESPN, I, I, I can do ESPN. You, you, actually, you had a guilty moment, I think, when I was at your house. And you no, I me. asked you straight up for the password, and you gave it to me, and then you were like confused when I told you what I was doing. I like how he's angry at my kindness. <laughs> like literally, I think you just got angry at me. For no, me. I'm not angry, but you like accused me of like. Now you made it sound like I went behind your back to get the information. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the part of the show where sarcasm is no longer an appropriate form of. <laughs> Adapters, dude. We got adapters going. Did you have yeah. a kid emergency? No, no, no. Don't, guys. Guys, keep talking. It's so interesting what you're doing. Yeah, apparently. Um, anyway, so yeah, I don't miss. I don't miss it at all. And I think I, I encourage people to do it because you do get uh, the same. If not, I mean, I had every channel. I mean, that's ridiculous. Obviously, having every channel and then having those streaming networks on those streaming things on top of it was like, what am I doing? Well, again, this I don't is, watch that much TV. But I, that's the American way, though, right? You're 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 trained to like while, to have yeah. everything. You we want, want we want you want the option to watch everything. Yeah, I want everything. But that I was I started to like I I start, when I started to think about like minimizing everything. I was like, you know. I don't almost. I almost don't watch any of these channels. Like there's. I don't watch. I have Directv solely for the purpose of Sunday Ticket. Yeah, and can't you uh, get I, Sunday Ticket through? If I could. I would, but yeah. you have to have Directv. Not yet. As soon as it's, it's, as soon as it becomes available, I would drop Directv. Yeah, it's, I feel it's like a, it's minutes away. Yeah. Well, the the thing is. And I'm not I'm not an anti-business guy because I, I think that uh, you know you have every right to make as much money as you want while you can because everything eventually goes away. Every, everything goes AOL everything eventually you, you're big and then eventually you disappear so you maximize your dollar and that's all the NFL is doing right now and eventually they're not going to be able to get away with it they're getting away with it right now but eventually they'll stop doing that and it will eventually become a la carte I mean that's just the way it is but they're locked in the other thing you have to remember though with with businesses like that. They're locked in. They did these huge deals like DirecTV in order to get satellite service, paid a shitload of money yeah, to the NFL. Right. So the NFL can't disassociate themselves so, right now. As soon as that happens, I would drop DirecTV because I don't, I don't, it's the only thing I watch on TV. Uh, I, I agree with you. And then the funny thing is, and I've had this problem for you know, 15 years of having satellite. I probably watch about six of the available 227 channels that are available to me. Like, but you, I don't even, you should keep DirecTV. Why? Because if you get rid of it, then I can't use your. Oh, okay. Get my yeah. stuff, you weirdo. What are you doing, guys? I just feel like when we do shows, um, I was like, why should I keep? It when we do shows, it's an I, educational I, program for for your kids. I feel like when we do shows that um, you know they're not. I don't know who who uh, who cares about them, and you know who who really feels like they have a thought or an opinion. About um, whether we do a good job or not. Who are you calling, dude? Hmm? Hello. We're calling Mrs. John Huck's mom, our number one fan, <laughs> Mrs. John Huck's to get an opinion <laughs> on whether or not we actually do a good show. But because it is the end of the year extravaganza, mom. Extravaganza. It is. Yeah. Now there we go. Now we, we're getting. Oh my it. gosh. It's actually Rich Little doing an impression. Look at John's face. Did you Rich Little. Tell Don you were calling me? What? No, no, he didn't tell. Oh, me. didn't Nicole tell you? No, yes, Nicole told me. Oh, I thought she told you it was the secret. It was a surprise. It was an end of the it year extravaganza surprise. surprise. Oh, so at least you knew. Yes. Okay. Yes, I good. Know. Okay. Right, yeah. right. How That's... else would I have your mom's phone number? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh, who knows how you got the phone number? I mean. You can do that in many ways. I've gotten phone numbers. You can do that for like nineteen ninety five. As I say, is your mom still in the phone book? Probably. Yes. Yeah. 
I still am. That's is funny. This, is this the home number? Do you still yes. get a phone book, Mrs. John's mom? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> this is the only phone number that I have memorized. So you actually are okay with getting the phone book, and you still do you actually use the phone book though, or do you? No, I well, I use it for town. We get a real small one for Warrenville. So if um, if it was somebody in town, <laughs> I rarely use the phone book, but I am in it. Congratulations! Who was the what was the joke about who who you were telling me the story about somebody opened up the phone book and found Dick famous- Van Dyke? That's how he found Stan Laurel. He just he opened up the phone book and he was looking for something. And he goes, "Hey, look at this guy's name is Stan Laurel." He's like, "There's no way that's Stan Laurel." Then he called him. He was like, how you doing? This is Dick <laughs> And he was like, what? This is Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> and they like, became friends. So, Mrs. John's mom, what do you do with the... If you don't use the phone book, have you ever used it to fix a chair leg or anything like that? Or what do you do with them? You just recycle them and get Mostly rid of them? I just recycle it when I get a new one. <laughs> it Every, goes in a drawer, and it's there if I need it. But I the use phone the book internet drawer. a lot. Do you have a phone oh, book? Oh, she drawer? uses the internet a lot. That was like that was her bragging, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I yes, it use the internet yes, a lot. I use but, the no, your mom your mom also listens to podcasts, well at least a podcast. A podcast. That's yeah. okay. I've listened to others. I like Oh what else do you listen to? What else have you listened to, Mom? What? What else <laughs> what other podcasts have you listened to? Oh, um a couple that you recommended, but I didn't like. Well, then we're not oh. going to talk about them. <laughs> we're not going to talk about them. Yeah. Oh God, this is not a negative there. show. This is a positive show. That's yeah, what, so, funny. Is, if, so you listen, obviously, because uh, John is uh, That's is not true. She's always been a Brian Irwin fanatic. That's right. I'm a Brian Irwin fanatic. Oh, do you have like a... Nu- that's... Yeah. And Jen. I like Jen. Oh! There you go. Thank you. She's mad is that Eddie, Eddie there today. Too? He is. He is. Eddie, so you're going to have to like him for right now. You can say I you do like, like Eddie. Eddie. He was at the wedding. I met Eddie. Oh, every yeah, night. she knows Eddie. Everyone st- kept thinking Eddie was you at the wedding, Brian. Everyone <laughs> do look exactly Everyone the go, same. Oh, I know this guy. He just doesn't Brian. have the black bar over his eyes. There's I go, some that's great Brian. pictures of me from the wedding too, where I'm just scowling. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> checking his watch in one of them, looking at his phone in another. Love. Yeah. Was Eddie the only one that in the warming pen for a while? Was was Eddie the only sober person at the? Uh, no, no, I was sober. My mom is mom's yeah, sober. Okay. My mom was sober. Because you wanted to remember it. You wanted to remember the night. I mean, I remember the night. Not you, your mom. Oh. I ran the iPad. Well, I remembered the night, but I don't drink. So yeah. that's why I was sober. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did I you... know, incredible, that Jonathan could be my son. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> it's all about balance. Yeah. <laughs> Zing. That's all right. Oh, you never drank? See, my parents... Oh, would... no. No, I used to oh, drink. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it's what? Jeffrey, Jeffrey did me in. Second child. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents uh my parents were never uh were were never uh, big drinkers. And my mom and I still to this day have an argument. I had a party at the house and um we uh we drank some of the alcohol. I know, naughty kids, naughty kids, this is in our teen years. And all I did was it was wine bottles. I went and bought new ones. And I put them in there, and to this day, my mom was like, no, you put water in those. I'm like, no. I, and I, I always tell her, I'm like, no, I bought worse wine, apparently. But to <laughs> this day, so bad. yeah, she's, but she's, not, she's hung up more on the fact that I just won't. I mean, I've already owned up to the fact that I got busted. Right. But she still, to this day, is more mad at the fact that I won't own up to the fact that I poured water in a wine bottle, which I didn't. And she's, she, no matter how many times I tell her, she's like, no, that's what she's going to hang her hat on for the rest of her Are life. Are you sure one of your friends didn't do it? Maybe drink half of it? And then no, because I checked. Okay. You know, that's the next step is, all right, which one of my douchebag friends went back in there? Yeah. You know, because I think the key to like having a party like that is you don't, 
you don't want to show your friends where your parents keep the alcohol. That's also a bad idea if they follow you in there because you can't trust teenage kids. Well, my parents had a bar in the basement, so people pretty much figured out where the alcohol was. It was at the bar. Did you guys have shag carpeting too? No, not downstairs. We didn't have shag carpeting. No. Never? No. Not when I was No, never. There. Wow, so you avoided that trend. You know, I used to have to rake our carpet so we could vacuum it. Rake it? Yeah. There was a shag carpeting <laughs> rake. You had a that shag you... carpet rake? <laughs> yes. You had to rake it up. Oh, well, there then... is, but we never had one. Yeah. It's good you guys uh, You guys held off on that. That's fun, though. You guys had the, so you guys had the fun base. We didn't have a basement uh, uh, bar. Did you also have a pool table or anything like that along mm, with it? Nope, or No, nope. Nope. No, just a big Dark screen one? to show movies. Yeah. We oh, you did? Movie Even screen back? and projector. Was it a laser disc? Bar. No, it was a projector, reel to reel. No. 16 oh, millimeter. 16 millimeter. Yeah. Okay, that kind of Eight thing. Eight millimeter. Sound. Yeah. Sound. With Talkies. sound. No, there were two different kinds. We had, we had the projector with no sound. Yeah, we had the one with no sound. Well, we were rich. Would you catch your toenail on the shag carpet? Could you could you do that? Uh, Walk through the shag carpet. That's a real specific question. Um, no. and not if it was raked properly. Well, if you, I guess if you didn't rake it. No. But you'd Probably. have to have edgy toes. So well, let, let's happen. get back to the most important thing: is edgy why toes. Mrs. John's mom continues to listen to this podcast. I'm just curious. We're wrapping it up. I assume she's not going to listen anymore. No, no, no. This is good because you obviously are. We've joked about it in the past. You're our number one listener. So this is your chance. To give us legitimate criticism of like how we can be better moving into 2018, <laughs> while John puts his head down into his hands with a harumph. Wow, I I don't know. Um, it's I oh, I listen because of obviously because of John, but it's been so enlightening. You know how you hear stories 30 years later. Oh yeah. And I thought all this time I was such a good mom, and I was so neglectful. <laughs> What? Oh, he never said that. You weren't neglectful. He never said that. Is that what you get out of his you stories? Just worked and couldn't. No, no, it's, it's all the see stories. Everything. I never knew he did all that stuff. So, are, so let me ask you something. Because um, my mom was the exact opposite. My mom once once I got old enough, she was like, "Oh well, now I can give you all the. I can open up the treasure treasure trove of like parent secrets, and we we you know we're all adults here. We can start." And I was never a fan of like, eh, I'm, "I'm good. I'm good of not knowing." My, yeah, right, we don't need right. to share all our adult stuff. And then, you know, no, I mean, no. and I was not as open with my parents of like sharing like all, you know, my adult stories. I mean, we, obviously John and I joke about them now and my parents gave up on like you, they don't listen anymore. And so no. they're probably not getting the same amount of information, but you know, I mean, doesn't everybody kind of just muck around? I mean, you're not that shocked by anything. I do believe so. I think, look, we, around is good. we can all agree that it led me here to doing this podcast <laughs> and a yeah, lucrative there, career. Everything in, led to this moment. <laughs> to this, this basement. Is. This basement. We, John, hey, John went from one basement to another, and I actually have shag carpeting in this basement. No, you don't. Eddie's raking it. You have it. it now, or you used to? No. No. I don't, I, who knows what this place had at, at some point? I don't know. I had, to li- I had to rip up the carpet. Ah. Too many dogs. Too many My kids mom just went all hardwood floors. Yeah, we just took our carpeting up and refinished all the floors. Oh, see, I can't do that here. That house is crazy now. I guess super hip. My mom's having raves. Do you like? So, how long have you lived in Warrenville, the place I've never visited? I want to say um, forty-eight years. Forty-eight. Same house. Yeah. Same house. Was that the plan? Do you or when you is this the house? Wait, is this the only house you've owned? Yes. So I don't know, people and, have, and it wasn't always my plan, but it turned out to be my plan. Oh, uh, okay. That's what I was curious of. If it, and, and I'm assuming once you get a family, you kind of settle in anyway, right? So it's kind of like well, used to it. when we first moved in, that was the ending of about eight people that we had helped move within two years. <laughs> oh, and yeah. my husband said, "We're never, 
never <laughs> moving again. We're done. And I thought surely he was kidding, but he wasn't. You guys did. You guys have. What was the reason why you guys? I see. I hate that. That's why I will never get a truck. I don't ever want to be the person that gets asked to help move all the time. <laughs> well, why? we actually had movers for some of it, and then we had friends help the rest. No, oh, okay. But you guys were helpers. You guys like to help people move. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say they liked it. I would say they did it. They, she said now. they did it a lot. I think at this at this age, the age I am now, it's too, you're, I'm too old for you to ask me to help you move. I will say no to your face and re- recommend you get movers. Like I had if a friend we ask me, then. yeah. Well, when you're young, it's okay, but like now, uh, uh-uh. it's a twenties, early thirties. Yeah, sort of thing. yeah, 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 yeah. You can't ask me, John Huck, forty two year old bad backian. To start moving stuff. So up you and have downstairs. people come and help you move from one place to another, and then when they move, of course, you have to go That's help them. That's true. Yeah. It's and just... then his parents moved, and then his sister moved, and then oh it was just never ending. You guys had a lot of uh, Catholic guilt, or why? Why yeah. help? Yeah. yeah okay. There was a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I always read the Catholic guilt into anything. I did help John move a couch about two years ago from Orange County. Oh yeah, we were just talking about that the other day. That pullout finally got used. We had relatives. That we had Eric thing and his kids. Six hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> so it's the heaviest couch I've ever tried to lift. I was going to try to move it to the other side of the room the other day, and I was like, no, this thing's not moving. Oh. So I couldn't. Me and Ed could barely get it on this truck. And that was like with the help of a 75-year-old man and Nicole, right? Man. We get get it up there. And when we got back, I was like, I don't know how we're going to get it upstairs. Like, I I don't know how we're going to carry this upstairs. So we called my friend Anthony. The former Yeah, of course. Spring a former NFL player. And she should have gone in the first place. Yeah, dude. There should have been no Ed. It should have just been (laughs) this dude, like me and Ed are on one side, like, and he's got the other side, like above his head, like, okay, so where? Just walking up the stairs? I'm like, oh my God, man. Thank you. Give me a key. Let me open the door with the other hand. I asked him to come over to help me to get a TV out of a car, and he just took the whole thing. I go, I was going to carry the other side of that. It was a flat screen, though, right? Not the old. Yeah. Big no, tube, tube television things. Tube. Yeah, no, no, no. That's that the the uh, the uh, um, help and move thing. No, I mean, I guess John. Though, though Mrs. That's John's mom, that, you may not know this, but John I, and I died. I don't know why we did this, but we did. I think we both kind of looked back at it. It was just a little bit weird. My wife got us to go over to someone's house, and I think we had to help her move. It was a divorce. Don't right? say your wife got us. Your wife told you to get one of your idiot friends but to go you, over to her to her friend's but you house. Bene- we both benefited from helping because we both I left a the divorce table. with stuff. Yeah, I got a coffee table that I should have I should have never kept. I should have never thrown out the coffee table I had. I'm still mad I did that. But wait, what? I had a I had a coffee table that I'd had forever. Oh, okay. and I was like, I need a new oh, coffee table. Place? Yeah, now you have that glass one. No, no, I had one before that. I had a black that you one replaced with the divorce before one. Before the before the divorce one, I had this really thick, solid coffee table that you could like stand on and jump on, and like it was awesome. And it did had, you need to do those things? Is that no, why you're upset? But, no, but it was just so options. sturdy. It's all about options. It was so sturdy, and it had it's like about it options. had so much character, and I'd had it for so long. It had been with me for like since I moved to LA, basically, and I was like finally got rid of it for that coffee table, and I was like, oh, I should have never done that because yeah. that one was like kind of weak. And now it just sits in the corner with like potted plants on it. Oh, shit. so you still have the divorce one? Yeah. Okay, but you can never jump on one and yell "my captain, my captain" anymore. I got it. Okay. <laughs> I like your dead poet society. Um, yeah, but moving is how my my parents uh, met. Well, not met, but like ended up. I guess how they sort of finalized the deal. I don't know. I don't know. We could ask. Right. Are you still there, Mrs. John's mom? Yes. Okay. I'm still here. Yeah. You're what? a good listener, by the way. 
I know. Yeah, she, she literally right. just was like, let them talk. She set the mic. What's she going to try to interrupt? <laughs> She's like, they're idiots. Let it go. She's not going to. No, but what was the whole, like, uh, oh, my dad always complained about having to help her move and agreeing to it. And, like, that's maybe how they started dating more. I don't know if that's the case. Yes, yes. That is one of the things he did while we were dating was helping me move. Okay, so that was your way of getting him to love you is you're like, I'm going to keep moving. Until yeah. this man, <laughs> until this man buys a house and says, "We don't have to." I'm going to be a nomad. And then we had to move into the apartment where we got when we were married, and then we moved out here. Boom! Look at that. It's a moving move. That's that's kind of a, a you know, move. Jen. Maybe you should take some notes on that. I am taking mental notes right now. How, how many times can Jen move before she said, "Assume this guy's not going to marry her." <laughs> Jen hasn't moved. In Do we like have a number? Fifteen years. I know, but this. But the, if your mom is giving her some street. wisdom, right oh now, really? Yeah, what? She literally moved across the I street. Moved across the street. That's, did you, you just... know that's what I did, and it's just as hard to move across the street as it is to move four miles away. Who yeah. who helped you move, Jen? Is no this someone one. you can call back? I just carried my stuff <laughs> across that's the street. So a little bit at she, a time. She put in a hobo handkerchief. I did it. That's so stick, sad. I did have to have someone move my bed, but yeah, I just walked across the street back and forth. Did people just watch you? Like, what is she doing? <laughs> no, it's L.A. People are doing way weirder things than me. <laughs> yeah, that's just there's a chick with a box of stuff. It's all white exactly. here. <laughs> there's oh. people living in on my sidewalk, so no, they weren't. To... Mrs. John's mom, when are you coming out here again so I can officially meet you? Oh, well, you know, we're discussing it this year sometime. Oh, okay. Well, you mean 2018 at this point. Maybe the fall. You've, you've never met John's it, mom? It depends on John and um, his brother, and when they decide to do what they're going to do. Which is have kids? Or John has, he's, you know. No, but, uh, we're going to go to uh, Cooperstown. Oh, but that's not here. Yeah, thanks for the update. No, that's there, but I don't <laughs> want to come when they're there. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> hey, Brian, my mom's in town. I'm out of town. Do me a favor. Let her into my apartment. <laughs> you guys Buy your beer. Do a podcast while I'm gone. Yeah, and I'll call all your friends. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Could you imagine that? That would be hilarious. So funny. Mom, what are you doing? I'm at Saddle Ranch. I was up at the comedy (laughs) store and now I'm riding the bull. Getting brunch. Uh, With Jen and Eddie. (laughs) We're going to do three or four gigs tonight. Yeah, they're taking me around. It's it's open mics. (laughs) I get get out here. My mom's got a TV deal. I'm like, wait, what happened? (laughs) When was the first time you saw John do stand up since I got you on the phone? I'm just curious. I bl- I don't remember the year we were out there. Okay. And um, we w- oh it was the Ha Ha Cafe. Nice. Wow, the old one. Too. That was the first time. Yeah. Did were you? Do you I get- remember everybody telling me how normal we were? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's a Midwestern thing. Right? Oh, you're from the Midwest. Oh, you're. Well, no, but after they they knew they'd seen me go up, they knew me from doing comedy. And oh, they met okay. My parents and they and knew we're Jeffrey. Both like- yeah, that's right. I forgot he was living on here at that time. Oh, yeah. Right. If they knew Jeff, then... No, but you and Aunt Judy came out before that, I thought. To, yes, to, yes, we did. To, but uh, you were working on punk. Yeah, but... And um, so we went to a showing of, of a, a, a shooting of that. Did you get yeah. to jump put you in the background? No. Yeah, when you were Eunice. getting into the car? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. They were in the background of that. Oh, so you did use them in the background. That's They, they were kidding. in the background. I was supposed to move... I was supposed to run across the street after Frankie Muniz parked his tiny sports car and move it, uh, and then the valet was going to say that it was stolen, and that was the prank, basically. 
and the car was so small that I couldn't could get in. I couldn't get in. <laughs> Wait, so your mom drove it? Nope. Oh, so okay. Ashton got pissed and came out of the controller and was like, get out of the car, fat ass, and like out of there. Like he didn't actually call me fat ass. Because your mom would have been upset and would have hit him. My mom wouldn't have known about this. She was on the she was being in, in the bit. She was on camera at that point. Oh, yeah, okay. we were on the patio. Having of the of the standard, were you looking? Were you, did they tell you to look surprised, ignore? Like, what was your role? Stare directly oh, we were at the just, camera. Just eat. Stare right at the camera. <laughs> we were in the camera. Wave as much we as possible. On, we were in the camera when he did another bit when Chuck and I were out. Magic Johnson. Our, yes, Magic Johnson. Yeah, we and, hit, and we, we actually had to leave in the middle because we had an appointment. Yeah. Well, but also <laughs> we needed walking out. We needed movement, but yeah, you guys are seen walking out of the just background to keep going. Just yeah, well, go back they, to they one. Ate, they they finished. Sharon Houston was the waitress. She's like, no way. She, your parents wouldn't even look up from their food. They were like, your dad was eating so nervous. He was like, just like <laughs> wanted to get out of there. And like Magic Johnson's son is like being accused of some girl by like oh, you stood me up in Vegas, you piece of shit, and like yelling at him, and then they they walk out. <laughs> Yeah, very uncomfortable. So you have credits. You have some IMDb credits. We could probably yeah. They even paid us. Yeah, yeah. we got one. Nice. So write that trip that was off. A good gig. So the first time you see him, are you? Do you? Are you? Were you nervous when you watched him do stand up, or did you not care at that point? Oh no, I was nervous, and there were so few people, <laughs> and they, the you know, they were kind of. Did he get laughs? Weird. They were kind of no, weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's the people in the audience were weird. Yeah, fine. But yeah. it's been fun to watch him improve. Oh, I've gotten better? Oh, that's so oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's what my mom said, too. <laughs> it's got to be, be nerve-wracking because it's not, you know, the thing is, is like that's what he's trying to do as a career, right? So it's like, it's not like the average person that's like, hey, I'm going to go get a job as a salesperson. The parents don't go in and watch him on day one and have him <laughs> do their sales job, right? So it's like, right, it's right. a unique, it's also a unique experience to actually go and watch your child. Yes. Do something, and you yes. obviously want the best for him, right? You didn't and feel when that he performed here at the Roundhouse. Ugh, was that one a of the uh, first time? Not a comedy I just club. Had to laugh because his friends were all there, oh. and and he's doing his stand up, and I hear in the background uh, his friends say, "Does he know his mother's here?" <laughs> 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 I kind of chuckled. <laughs> of, and, of yes, course, I never, I but, never dumbed down my act. Because my mom was in the audience, you know what I mean. And some people are like, "You're gonna talk about yeah, that with your mom's the same like, Yeah, I, you know, my parents I've only got so much material at that yeah, point. Right. Can't afford to throw any of it That's away. My A stuff. My, <laughs> yeah. My uh, my parents, John and I, did Madison uh, many many moons ago, and my parents came. And the only thing I was, I have a, a whole uh, part in my act where I talk about my parents and my. They had not seen that stuff. Since I yeah. had moved to Los Angeles, they never knew it. And my mom is, is she, she's okay with me talking about her, but she's a, still a little bit too literal. She's literal on Facebook, too. Like, she just doesn't want, she does, she'll, I'll do a joke where I'm making fun of myself and how bad I am as a person, and my mom will get right on and be like, oh, no, no. Brian, you're a no, fine no, you're human being. You're an upstanding yeah. human being. And, you know, like, and I'm like, okay, it was a joke. But so I'll never forget my parents about sitting about four or five rows back. And uh, I went into this story, which is a joke, which means it's, it's heightened. And the whole time I see my mother, because I had already pointed her out in the audience, as I'm telling the story, she is looking around at strangers going, well, it's not exactly how it happened. It's not, I mean, it's, well, yes, but no. And I was like, okay, all right, we, you don't need. <laughs> I did the, uh, I was doing uh, 
the Carolina Comedy Club like three years ago, and it's in Myrtle Beach. My mom came, and she, she works at Kohl's as a part-time job, so she invited all these other ladies that work at Kohl's yes. to my show, and I, I don't have the material. Kohl's. I don't have enough material where I can dumb down mine either. Yeah. So I do my normal act, and at the end of the show... Uh, she stood at the front door and almost did like a wedding reception line or wedding line where she was shaking hands with everyone that came. Like he doesn't he doesn't normally talk like this. This isn't, this isn't he doesn't normally say those words around the house to every single member of the audience, whether she knew them or not. As they were walking out of the comedy club, she was apologizing for what they had just seen. That's so awesome. Wow. Yeah. So that being said, I'm assuming you never had to apologize on John's behalf in respects to comedy. I don't think Eddie's mom had never. to apologize on no, his no, behalf no, either. No, no, no. She took it upon herself yeah. to apologize for me yeah. for no reason. <laughs> now, do people, when, when people knew that you were in the room, and obviously you were back in the neighborhood, did people come up and talk to you about having seen him in this, in this light? Once oh, they knew you were there, I or didn't now? Know. Okay. Nobody, I didn't know. Yeah. Huh? Well, at least he's not in prison. Did they say things like that, or like it would? That no. Was, okay. <laughs> no. Because that's how friends are. They've got biting commentary. They're 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 well. My real friends, like you know. Are my well, real being friends. called normal was kind of fun. I just thought that <laughs> kind was... of fun doesn't happen a lot for her, but uh, <laughs> kind of fun. <laughs> and then the one time when we came out for his premiere. Yeah, my premiere. Um, Which one? I'm thinking garbage. 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 I was there. Okay. That's where I met. Uh, I was there. Oh, we didn't meet. I was there. We were all there. Yeah, yeah. And I was like pumped because I thought red carpet, Grauman's Chinese Theater. Yeah. This is yeah. Well, they wouldn't let us walk on it. <laughs> this would have been. They diverted my sister and I. Oh. Only John. Uh, well, also it. you understand now that it's not the same as like uh, a regular like real premiere. <laughs> I do. Like that was I a do. screening. And everybody wore. Casual clothes. Yeah. yeah. We were a little overdressed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you wear high heels and all that? Did you dress up like Hollywood? Yeah, and a dress. Yeah, they were. They, they, oh, you guys really they, did it. They look they yeah, fine. Yeah, a dress. That's, that's like formal for us. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's where you got your concrete statue and the boxing gloves. Still have the concrete statue, but it's falling apart, if you can believe that. I carried it home. The concrete is not holding up. That's weird. Wow. Weird that a Russian, a Russian mobster can't make a good uh, concrete. Um, Especially when that's his business. Yeah. <laughs> well, well I don't think it's really his business. Let's <laughs> cut this part out of this thing. We don't, we don't want to we'll bring the Russian mob down. Yeah, on and us. we don't want to send him to Warrenville either. Okay, that's. Well, now Thank we. You. Thanks for telling him where where she is. Way I, to go, dude! Oh my God! Just if look they up in the phone book. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Mrs. John, mom. Mrs. John's yeah. mom. This has been a pleasure having you on the show and seeing the look on John's face. Of, of uh, what just happened well, to me. Well, I just want to, as long as she knew that you were calling, that's all I Yeah, I, about, yeah. I, I don't know how else that would have worked. I don't know how else in, in any other way that I would have gotten a hold of your home number to call your mom. Phone book. Yeah. Well, now, if I had known that the phone book is still... It's still an option. I, I didn't know it was an option. What's the, what's the population in Warrenville? What, is it Warren's or Warrenville? Warren. It's Warrenville. It's uh, about 14,000. About 14,000. Wow. And how far are you away? I forget. How far are you away from Chicago? About 35 miles. Oh, that's it. And we're like right next door to Naperville, which has 180,000. Oh, it's Ooh. been getting crazy. I yeah. grew up, that's I, the second biggest city in Illinois next to Chicago. I grew up. My first eight years were in Glenview, so I was... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm... I didn't yeah, we're just a little small. bit east of Aurora. Oh, okay. Right on I-88. Yeah. Yeah. And do you ever go into Chicago? Oh, yeah. You do? Yeah. That's like, is that like, it's just to like, just hang out? Do you go get there? And well, go? we have uh, membership at the Art Institute. Oh, okay. Cultured. And, um, Cultured. Yeah, we like to go up to Water Tower and 
Chicago's Chicago's a great city. Great. Mm -hmm. I love Chicago. Fabulous. It's not enough people talk about it. They always talk about the Cubs or whatever, but like there's so much to do actually in Chicago, the city itself. City speaking creatively, I mean that's where a majority of the people you laugh at on film and television have come have come through is Chicago. Oh yeah. And it smells like and it smells like chocolate. And it smells like Mm chocolate. Well, depending on where you are, I guess. Well, if you're on the river. Fair enough. All right, well, Mrs. it's been delightful. Thank you. We, uh, I appreciate yeah, Mom, you uh, um, finally getting on our show and, and, and sharing some time with us. This episode, um, you'll be able to um, pump it out to all your social media followers. Yeah. Yeah, your Instagram. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you, are you writing these things down in cursive right now? Instagram. No, no she's got an Instagram account, dude. All right. She's on Instagram. Don will get the word out. I don't need to. Yeah, she's good. Her okay. friends don't care. Just tag when, her. When will this be uh, broadcast? Uh, be maybe broadcast. never, depending on what John says to me after the show. But um, No, it'll you know. probably come out New Year's Eve day. Yeah, we're trying to, you know, it's wrapping it up big time here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We went big. Well, do you have any resolutions you're going to do Ooh. for the new year? Do you still do those? Oh, I do occasionally. They don't last long, though. No. You have to make a vision board. (laughs) A vision board? Yes. Well, (laughs) Well, apparently, you're not not supposed to do laundry on New Year's Day. What? That's oh, a super, why not? This is a superstition, I've never Mike. Well, I'm going to do all my laundry on New Year's Eve it's day. It's supposed to be bad luck if you do laundry on New Year's Day. Okay. Okay. Don't do laundry. I promise. That makes sense. I don't know why. Where did you get this from? My crazy ass aunt thinks it's a thing. Crazy ass aunt. Aunt. What? So, anything, Mom? Any any resolution? You have a happy New Year. Okay, she's so done. No. All happy right. Happy holidays. She's, all right. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Too. Sweet all right. dreams. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. It seems like doing your laundry would be a good way to start the year. Like you're starting. No way. Fresh. Start that. Fr- fresh no. Clothes. Start that first day with a fucking empty basket, y'all. Yeah, you want to do it New Year's Eve? I don't. It just oh. doesn't make any sense. Oh, so that you can fill. So you have something you to fill. You don't want to carry over dirt from the previous. No, year. you just clean everything. So you start, start fresh. Start fresh. Okay. By the way, your mom is good. I've never heard that. As good at what? She is good. I'm assuming she doesn't call in a lot of podcasts or radio like stations. Six or seven the a fact, day. Oh, okay. she actually <laughs> does. She's got a call in business. She's on a rotation. Do you, you know what I mean? Some people freeze up. Some people freeze up. She didn't. She it's was a like natural. I, I envy her ability like, to just not to just stop, let what's happening in front of her, and then wait to be asked a question, and then she jumps right back in. It, it, well, she's also had like fucking forty two years of. Dealing with me and then 40 years of dealing with my brother. You know what I mean? And she was married to my dad for a really long time. So, like, we're all, like... That's podcast prep? Podcast prep? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. It, it lets her know when to, like, just go, ugh, I'm going to let these clowns talk I'm stepping out of this. I'm, I'm just going to let this go. And then I'll enter when it becomes more sane or comes back down to earth. Cause we like send her some podcast merch. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, I can give her the rest of the Kit Kat, uh, the Kit Kats, the Tic Tacs that we all, uh, No, you can't because we're going to finish those before we uh, leave. Okay. No, yeah. I really Second want of all, uh, what about maybe some old water bottles or yeah. some? I got an empty one. We could sign it. Oh, yeah. Oh, probably Don't do that. Don't. That freaks out Jen. Oh, oh well, Jesus, at the ice house, you were like crunching oh, yeah, like Yeah, but when crazy. she was able to do it, she was fine with it. Yeah, I want to thank everybody that listened to the show for coming out to the uh, ice house this uh, past weekend to see. Man, uh, we packed it out. That was a good show. They were great shows. They were both fun that shows. That was sarcasm. I don't think a single person listening to podcast came out. Maybe. My mom's friend might sometimes they listen. Came out, right? Yeah. Bev, Bev Morgan front came row. out. She had the cough in the front Bev row. Bev Morgan. Front row. She sat. She was going to sit. I go, I go. I walk over to her right before the show. I go, oh, they sat here right in the front here, huh? <laughs> and she goes, well, they had us sitting over there. 
when I was going to be looking at your back the whole time. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, but no, but that would have been okay, though. Like, (laughs) I would have to look at you. But it was just it was just I just feel bad because, like, I don't look at them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I like my eyeline is like. Hi, hi, hi! Up, over, down, oh, around. You, oh, okay. Like, I just don't look because it's too. Yeah. It's just too. It's like hi. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. It's too. There's too much familiarity there. Yeah. 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 I had my son's second grade teacher in the front row. That's crazy too. That was weird. Did she have fun? They said they had a blast. Yeah. Except Colton's been expelled. Except for no longer that school. That was a really great show. Yeah, I had fun. I tweet. I, I Instagram. Well, now guys. that Eddie is the assistant booker at uh, a comedy club in town. Well, what I, I was, uh, you know, when you like, I wish I would have just ended the night at, with those Ice House shows. Because well, you you I, w- I went to the improv. Oh, that's right. And I did. It was fun. It was fun. You know what I mean? But I, I could tell, like, my buddy had been there since it started. He goes, one comic before you walked in, the place was packed and everyone was loving it. And then people just got tired and started to leave. And then. Mm-hmm. The audience was like, by the time I got up at like eleven thirty, there was barely anybody. They started there. that at so nine. So for the first two yeah. hours of the show, like a normal show, the audience was like, "Yeah, this is great." And then yeah. after the tarmac, and yeah, how late is... does it go? Uh, until until, until John got up. No, there was one person after me. I did okay. go on. Okay, so, okay, so they're doing time. like a three-hour show. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was a little less than that, but it felt so like they trying to do a comedy store thing, where she's like, continue. "Yeah, we just to... brought each other up." Yeah, they're yeah. trying to do that uh, original room kind of idea. Yeah. Which is great when there's a full house, but when it's empty, yeah. When but I mean, it can also be fun. It's just it just depends. You know what I mean? Who who stays? Well, yeah. for the most part, people who stay that late that are still watching comedy, they want to laugh at something. So you sort of just kind of play around. Yeah, I mean, you, again, you learn. You're like, I'm not. You're still here. I'm not going to just dismiss. Yeah, you know that's, I mean, that's, that's the thing you learn is the more you do I, comedy. That's what I feel bad for. So there were two tables that were left, and there were a couple of comments that were like. Uh, and then these fucking idiots are still here, and it's like, I, I hate you know, it's like, don't do shit on these guys. They're yeah. still here. They want to laugh at yep. something. It's like, yeah, it sucks. Some comics do that. It's, it's a knee-jerk thing, but you should it. just you should eat that comment. Basically, you should you could you should feel it coming out of your mouth, and then immediately. Yeah, and it wasn't you know, it wasn't that they called them idiots. It was just that they were. It was like it was like a just kind of pointing out that like, why you know what are we? Don't, yeah, but don't, I, don't you want to go home? Years ago, <laughs> I unsex uh, unsexually. Unsexily, oh. which is weird for me to say that, but not we weird know. for you to do anything unsexily. Because well, my guess is all your actions, you especially with my sexy toupee haircut, we'll talk about uh, later. But ugly sulk, unsexily. No, ugly but um, unsuccessfully showcased for um, probably about a decade ago for uh, uh, Aspen, and it was at the Improv, and there was two people in the audience, and they oh, were recording okay. it, and oh. they said, mm-hmm. "Just do your act. We are in the back. Do we're the watching." Camera. Do not acknowledge the audience. I was the only comedian that went up and did not acknowledge the size of the audience in there. And they specifically said to each comedian, when you go up there, do not talk oh, about it. Oh, and they still did it? They Why still did it. That? That's so stupid. I, again, I think it's a knee-jerk thing that some of these people, they can't handle it's it. Weird. It's just like they, t- they specifically said, do not. The tape does not know there's only two people in here. The tape is tight. Yeah, yeah. It's only on you. It can't see the audience. Please do not reference it. Because if we have to play these for other people later, they don't give a shit how many people are in the audience. It's weird. It's not... I did uh, when I showcased from Montreal like 15 years ago. I did it at Mixed Nuts, which is, which is now Comedy Union. Mm-hmm. It used to be Mixed Nuts, and there was it was a Sunday at five o'clock, still daylight out. There was mm-hmm. four people in the audience, and you had to go up and just do your act like you were killing in front of a packed house. Yeah. But you're just doing it for the camera. 
It's like doing an acting exercise more than stand-up comedy. It's, yeah. I mean, in some respects, it's like auditioning. It's just that awkward, you have to get over the fact that this is what it is. Even though your job is to make noise on the other, across from you, there's yeah, none. Yeah, that's the thing, is with comedy, it's, it's, you need that reaction of an audience. Like, that's just, it's part of it. You feed off of it. Yeah. But they're just watching maybe 30 seconds of you back and wherever they watch it, and they don't care about the audience. They're just listening to the jokes. Though it's funny because later they'd be like, well, no one really laughed, so I guess they couldn't be funny. Because <laughs> no like, one was fucking that there. That guy ate it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they ate it in a room full of zero people. So back to my toupee. So I, um, we had this, Jen, Jen has, uh, has, has been gunslinging on me lately, which I'm totally fine with. I come from a land of gunslingers. Well, um, I got. I tried to get one last fancy haircut before my oh. hair was a, my hair. I know my hair is on its last legs. I know this. You have and a lot of hair. <laughs> I have a lot of hair, but there's only so much you can do with hair when you get older. Like at some point, you have to start just working with what you have. Pompadour, just get it set. <laughs> yes, yeah. Pompadour. So I tried. I tried to get. You know, I tried to be a little bit. Oh, you that know, was a new haircut? It was a brand new haircut. And Jen went, your hair looks like you got a toupee on, just so you know. <laughs> oh, so, so at the Ice House was a brand new haircut? <laughs> well, no, it was a week old, week but old. it was still a new look. It was yeah. a fresh look. Was it fresh? It was a fresh look. Was it fresh? It was a fresh look. And so she had got that in my head. So then I was like, well, clearly it must look like this. So then I get on stage and I start talking about it. The audience is looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? So obviously, it's more of a Jen thing than it was. She had, I, she made me so believe saying, that everybody was looking at me like this guy clearly. Oh. And, then, and then everyone else was like, "What do you mean your hair is awesome? I love it. It's so fresh." Yeah, and they did. Like, yeah, yeah, they had that, that is, look. Hey, bro, that's pretty fresh, bro. Had a fresh look in their eyes. That do is fresh. A fresh hairdo look. <laughs> What's that smell? It's the fresh. And then you had the guy afterward after the show came up and talked to you. Gave you notes. He did. Who? Like, <laughs> Who gave you notes? I don't like, know. Some guy was like, hey, he pulled I've seen a gins you before. Like, what gins, kind of notes? What mom. did he say? I, uh, but again, I'm, I want to be very clear about this. I don't hate anybody. Um, was he nice I just, about I, it? No. But yes. Yes. He thought he was doing me a solid. He goes, hey, I've seen you before. Oh. Uh, he, and, and he started by saying, I've seen you before. I, I like what you're doing. He goes, did a lot of new stuff tonight. He goes, you know, sometimes you just talk too much. You know what I'm just saying? Like a lot of words, not enough, a lot enough getting to the joke. And, oh, but, you uh, said this in the car right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, you know. And then he, you know, continued to talk to me for like another ten minutes. And I couldn't, you know, like that thing where like you don't know how to get out of a conversation. And it's not. And again, I want to be clear. So to, when you ever say it, it's not that we hate you. It's just sometimes we just we need to move on, and we don't we don't want to offend you by trying to get out of a conversation. So I let it happen. But, yeah. but that was. I, I said I clearly have a face where someone's like, I don't know you. This is probably the first time I met you, but I'm probably going to have to say a few things. I'm so going to tell going you the away. absolute truth about everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Versus, again, eating my comments that are starting to come out of my mouth. And let's just let's exchange pleasantries and move on. Instead, I'm going to give you some raw facts for you to chew on over the holidays. Raw opinions, not facts. Go In their mind, it's facts. You talk too much. You use too many words. Yeah, yeah. I had a girl. I had a girl tell me that a girl I knew came to see me in Arizona, and I told that Germany story where you know, I did I did like forty five minutes. So I did twenty five minutes, and then the rest of the set was that story. But the first twenty five minutes are a little bit more setup, punch, quicker stories. It's not whatever. a story; it's joke. You know. But the, but then the Germany, yeah, those are those are jokes, and at the end I tell like a longer story. She comes up afterwards. She was like, "You were really funny, but you should never don't tell that story at the end." And I go, oh. That's a hilarious why? story. I go, why? Yeah, that's, and I'd already had people tell me how great they, everyone liked it. And it was, I was like, why would I not tell that story? And she's like, 
I got confused and I, it was just too long. I couldn't keep up. Well, that's on uh, you. And I was like, oh, so because you're an idiot, yeah. I should take that whole fucking 20 minute chunk out of my set. Yeah. Right. Tap her on the show to be like, don't watch movies. I got confused. Yeah. I Jesus. was just like, yeah, okay. Well, I'll invite my mom to the next show and she can, uh, we'll see if she says She'll the same share thing. some thoughts. She'll record your set and then she, for $25, she comes back <laughs> with notes. John's mom's, was your mom's friends or is there, are they blood related to you that were at the show? Uh, it was my mom's friend. Mom's friend. Bev. She said that she thought I was funny. Called me the Silver Lake comic. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Silver Lake. I, go, I, I, brand, go. I got branded that night. Well, you were talking about Silver Lake. I know. It's, 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 you it's fine. That, you got to put that on your website now. Silver Lake comic. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think Silver Lake would appreciate my... No, they wouldn't. That room is really fun. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, it is. I want to do it again. You don't have to have a lot of well, people I'll, in there. I'll try to set something up for everybody again. Oh, oh well, okay. as the assistant booker. <laughs> Um, what about next Saturday? I'll, I'll, I'll make some calls. I'm free. No, I'm in San Jose. Ooh, improv? Who are you with? Uh, Love going to San Jose. Julian McCullough. I've never met him. I actually got booked by you Levity. You met Julian McCullough? Who so booked you? so hard to get booked by Levity. Oh, Usually Levity I go through you? headliners. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's awesome. I know. So excited. Jen Murphy. San Jose. That's uh, the weekend of January... 4th through 7th. 4th through 7th, oh, right everybody. Julian McCullough. I just yeah. know him from Twitter. He seems really funny. I'll be funny. doing the uh, yeah. Carolina Comedy Club again that weekend. Oh, nice. So my mom can apologize to Myrtle Beach. Right? Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. So if you live in Myrtle Beach <laughs> and you want an apology want for Eddie's comedy, come on down. Come on down. What's what your, are what's you your mom's doing, name? John? What's your mom's name? Uh, Linda. Linda, will, yeah. of course it is. She will hand out handshakes and apologies. Linda Pence will be handing out where's handshakes. Everyone, oh, where's oh, everyone Linda. partying on New Year's Eve? Because oh, I'll be performing you're at sitting the in my, You're sitting in my party spot. Cafe you doing a Ha Ha New Year's show? I just got mm. asked last night. Whoa. I got an 8 o'clock spot at the store in the belly room. No way, on New Year's Eve? Yeah, but Sweet. then after that I got nothing. Yeah, it's early enough that you can get out before the mess. Is, it, Matt, is, is New Year's a thing for you guys? No, that's no. why that's I said pro- it. The problem is it's not for me, but Nicole likes to do something. So. Okay. I would stay home if I wasn't performing. I mean, obviously I have kids, so it's not really a thing for us anymore. It never was really a thing for me before that. Yeah, but it's too It used difficult. to be a thing for me, but it was just a thing that ended with like a three-day hangover and like... You know, it wasn't fun. I, my favorite thing is is not going out anymore and getting up at six o'clock in the morning and going out in a big city like it's a zombie apocalypse because there's absolutely <laughs> fucking nobody is out and it's one of the the most unique times to hang out in Los Angeles or any big city for that matter because the majority of people stay up late even if they don't go out so nobody is up early it is so bizarre and so much fun to just yeah. love, zombie apocalypse. I love it. that it falls on a Sunday so it's like mixed with the. Your normal like football too, you know it's like two 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 and one. Oh, Blackhawks play New Year's Eve day, and then there's two there's two uh, outdoor games. Yeah, right? the the Caps are playing. Uh, who are the Caps play? They're playing in uh, in Annapolis in a stadium series game. I don't know who uh, are the Kings playing a stadium series game on here. I don't know. I'm not sure. I know I the just, Caps are. They just played a stadium series game the other day. It was Montreal and. Uh, Edmonton, I think. But, um, yeah, so I'll, I'm going to try to watch yeah, the Catch a play in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Toronto. New Year's Day. And I haven't really, like, been drinking, so I don't know. I just, maybe we'll go out. And do Is that for your mom? Or? Are you just putting that in there for your mom because you know she's going to listen to this episode? No, man. Right. That's, that's, my mom has no idea. Well, she does now. Well, sure. She just did. She no, just she's probably going to turn off, turn off after she's listening <laughs> she's to it. Oh, she's going to get to that point. She's like, well, unless I'm on the show. I've, I've, heard, my, I've heard my own <laughs> my own comments, and maybe I could turn it off now. <laughs> John, I was wondering, um, maybe you guys should like do a thing where you call me. If and, I had you know, to give you one note, it would be more me. <laughs> 
more surprise call-ins. I'm going to need you to call every episode, do a 10-minute blurb. Now, back to you moving across the street. Did you just look out your window and be like, you know, I need to make some changes in my life? And, and you're like, and there, greener. <laughs> there it is. No. There it is over there. Wh- why? What I was the... Poor. I was in the same studio for like 10 years, and I loved it. But the rent kept going. It was getting pretty expensive. And then I had a friend across the street who had uh, an apartment, but was with his girlfriend like mostly all the time. So I moved to, and I basically just like rent a bedroom. But he's never at the apartment, so I kind of have the whole apartment. Does that make I, sense? Yes. So you're saying you live with somebody, but you don't really live with somebody. Yeah, they're hardly, yeah, hardly ever there. I don't but understand I'm paying, that. I'm paying an amount that is just like renting a room. So now I'm going to go off of that. I don't understand the whole like they're together, but they refuse to be officially together thing. There's always there's some people that don't let go of their other place. Like it's because it's a waste of money, right? I mean, in I my still, mind, I it's still a, have my other place up by where Eddie lives. I still keep that. Place. No, you don't. <laughs> That's you just go there every I once in a while like to get $10, away. Thousand dollars a month in rent that's for a, both places. That's a spank bank over there. You but you understand? I'm saying like Some it's bring my ladies. I need a runyon back there. <laughs> Some people have commitment issues. How long has this been going on? Uh, I don't know. A couple years. Couple years. This person, and you almost never see this person. They spend the majority of the time with their girlfriend. Does their girlfriend live alone? Okay, or is well, she also? This is the thing. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so let's just... Be, okay, because I didn't know. It's, I, it might be it's kind of illegal, maybe. He's the apartment manager of this apartment. So, so you are now. You know how an apartment manager gets a free apartment? Yeah. Yes. Oh. So. Uh, yeah, but... Oh, so he could eventually... But They could decide to stay together, and they can kick you out. No, no. They live together. His girlfriend just didn't want to live in this apartment for some reason. Even though it's free, she chose to still pay... Money on the third floor of the same building. It's she, the same building. They pay rent <laughs> because she didn't live. She didn't want to live on the first floor for free. For break-ins. And this this apartment's expensive. Like wow, a one bedroom apartment in this building. So is you like don't have a roommate. Is there anything of his that's still in there? His, his office. Cat. His manager's office is attached to the apartment. So he has to come in and out, like going into his office, he'll come in and out or whatever. So you can't walk around naked in your own no. place? No. Because you just never like, know. Like I have my TV in my room. It's not a showcase room, uh, apartment, right? No, no, no. It's his. You get, when you manage apartments, you okay. get a free one. I didn't so. know if a part of it was also he had a show. But can you place. believe that you would sh- somebody would shell out like 1600 bucks a month because they want to live two floors up? No. No. I know. It's insane. And the reason was she just didn't, she was afraid that someone was going to kick the door in and. I guess, she, yeah, I guess she has something about first floors, yeah. Uh, I, I, I something about first floors is when there's a fire, uh, it's a little bit I mean, easier to get out. That's I a good d- thing about the first floor. Earthquake. I do keep floor. my like slide, my sliding glass doors, and I keep it locked all the time what, if yeah. I'm at home. But I, I would, it would be nice on the third floor. I would leave it open at night. I like fresh air, but that I wouldn't pay six hundred. Then why are you living in Los that? Angeles? There's no if fresh I like air fresh air. I also live right behind the freeway, and I just heard yeah. a new study. <laughs> The new oh, yeah. You got to live with it. Well, wait, People like next to the freeway Two miles away from the freeway. How many? It's in two my miles. backyard. Oh, good. Yeah. If you don't live two miles away from the freeway, you're getting like all these toxins. From yeah. So. Oh, good. I'm slowly dying. So I guess we will be moving after all. Yeah. You're, well, you're up on the hill. Oh, you're, it rises. Yeah, it rises probably. The talks, the toxins. Right. Can't wait to have that conversation at dinner tonight with my wife. Also, you kind of, well, no. You, you, you almost have two freeways that are within two miles, right? I don't know. I think I'm gonna have to go out and measure. I'm gonna get my tape measuring tape later. Just Google it so you won't scare yourself. You're totally screwed. 
Google it so I don't scare myself. That sounds like it's the that's worst sarcasm. thing to do is Google I said, anything. That's sarcasm. Well, I guess oh. we don't do sarcasm anymore. No, John set John set the tone earlier. Oh, no surprise calls. No sarcasm. Okay, sorry. I... No FX. Google it so you will scare yourself. Thank you. I think it was a reference to John's shirt. No one can see. No FX. So anyway. I often so... think it'd be nice just to live in the car. Hmm? Because I could shower at LA Fitness. I just keep my except I wouldn't be able to pee anywhere at night. <clears throat> Jen, I would say, why don't you go ahead and uh, do an open mic in a homeless community and bring up that, <laughs> bring up that bit and see how they, how receptive they are to your thoughts I just about save my money for what for the future? No, so like, no for so the I, future. So I could do more stand up. No, not the future. So you have no interest in your future. Uh, doing stand up. Well, yeah. What do you mean, like to buy a house? No, no, to live when you're seventy. Oh, well, I'll just get married by then. Well, <laughs> you know, it's an easier that, that option. That's my plan. It's not working out very well. <laughs> no, well, well, you can get married again when you're 70, that's is what true. she's saying. I'll it's stop just... trying to be independent at 70. Okay. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. Anybody else during this downtime of conversation that no one's joining in on in our podcast? <laughs> we lost John. He didn't lose me. He got wiped out by his mom's conversation. I wasn't wiped out. I How was often just, uh... does your mom come to shows? Or will she, if you invite your mom, will she be like, oh, I'll, I'll go, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And how often has she actually gone to shows? I, when she, she came more, when I first started, she'd come more, and then I offended her on stage, and then she took a few years off, and now she comes. A few years? What did you say? <laughs> I made a reference to. Oh, there actually is something, okay. My Uncle Albert maybe having sex with her from behind. You made a joke about your uncle fucking your mom. Well, my mom's married to my uncle. Oh, right. And I said it, and they were in the audience, and my brother was there, and he was like, he's like, I can't believe you said I don't know what I was thinking. I thought it would be some, I don't, I was being edgy. Oh, you know, it was probably. I was being edgy. No, it was probably super repressed anger that I let out in a joke. How'd the other, how'd the crowd react to it? Them, yeah, you know. that's the most important part of this, is react. how do the crowd react? Well, they don't know. Was it a bit you could keep? No, okay. I said it once. I don't oh. know. And it would happen to be that night you decided to blurt it out. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was probably one it of those really, things. I think it really was super, like, Oh, repressed. my God. And that, see, your mom took two years off? She took some time off. Well, not just from comedy, but from you? No, no, uh, no. Okay. Just the show. Okay. I called the next day and apologized. She was still upset, but she got over it. What was the, what was, can you explain, like, what was, what was she most upset about? Just the public display of it? Her saying that she fucks her her. I, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm, I, I was telling because nobody the, knows them. They, and did anybody even know they were in the audience, or did you did you point them out? Did you get a yeah, spotlight think, on stage and no, no, there no, they no. are. Here, these two. I think some people knew they were. I think I might have said they were in the audience. Oh, okay. I mean, it was years ago. It was at that room that TK used to run oh, on Ventura. No wonder you said upstairs. you were going edgy. Oh, that's, all that's red. why it was so edgy. Yeah, I liked that room. Aura, that's aura, the aura. That's the reason. That's the place that Rick Kunkler. <laughs> Like, ask my parents if they still did it or whatever. Like, <laughs> so my brother was. So that's there. a theme there at Aura. Well, my, it's, it's a lot of velvet red chairs. So yeah, I think it just brings out the sexiness. It's real edgy up there. It's real edgy. Dude, <laughs> super edgy. Up there. I mean, I was a new edgy. comic when I did TK's rooms. I was like two years, one year in or something. So those two? that room I feel was like later though. Aurora, yeah, it was later. Yeah. Way oh, later. was it? Yeah. But I mean, you know, whatever. I never did that. Room, but. By the way, when we shot my uh, uh, movie fix, we one of the scenes is in a strip club, and that's the one thing that I that I didn't set any of those chairs because like when the lights are on, you actually see the stains on all the chairs. Ew. Yeah, 
Dude, we should, yeah, we, you're talking about, but I, I I literally saw the stuff. You're not allowed to just jerk off on your chair at a strip uh, club. Not allowed? Okay. Well, okay. Well, that'll stop most guys. That strongly, go to strongly discouraged. But they also get lap dances, too, so you don't know what happens. Yeah, but if they're jizzing, it doesn't stay in their pants. They're wearing their Yeah, sh- it should. They're wearing khaki it should. shorts. I, there I, shouldn't be any. I'm not going to get into the science of it, but I will tell you what I saw, and I can tell you what it wasn't. It wasn't Mayonnaise? a drink. <laughs> Maybe they're yeah. eating turkey sandwiches. Have you guys got any more mayonnaise Someone packets back there? Someone mustard all over these chairs. Guys, I just don't have enough mayonnaise with they're, my french fries while I, I'm watching <laughs> naked boobies. I was, a, I was a production assistant on an infomercial when I first started in production, and it was a, a jewelry infomercial, but it was shot at this mansion in the hills, and we got there, and I was like, why is this place look so familiar? And it was... The guy comes up, he's like, hey, there was more porn shot in this house last year than any other house in, in L.A. And I was like, <laughs> uh, okay. So me and my friend are talking. I'm like, it does look kind of familiar, but like everything, all the chairs, all the edges, couldn't sit on anything. There was like a load stain in the middle of the pool table. Ew. I was like, everything was that looked glass was plastic. It was so... All Tacky. of a sudden, is that, is that moment when you hear that, like everything changes that you're looking at, you're like, you're just like everything is just like all <laughs> shitty, and you're like, ew. This guy lived in like one room in the corner, and he rented the place out for movies. Uh. It's like, oh. It's so interesting with parents because my mom will tell people like, she's dirty, and she makes this face. But then like I'll be at the Irvine Improv, and she'll invite like all of her golf friends. I'm like, are you bringing all your friends to see me? But I hope. Then I wonder like, is she a little embarrassed or? Well, no, she no. I think she just. That to me sounds like your mom's just. It, if she says it out loud, then she can move on from it. That's all that is. Because if she's especially she's inviting friends, yeah, she, she's a then she's a lot totally of fine with it. And the other thing is too, it sounds like your mom's not editing your content from her friends. Let her. She's she obviously has enough wherewithal to be like, let them make their own decisions on whether or not they think you're funny. I'm not going to tell them. Yeah, yeah. And she's not going to not want people to support you. She's obviously supportive well, of your know. dreams. I don't know. She just doesn't be... want you to talk about doing things from behind, you know, and... It, it, don't it, talk it about her fucking your uncle. Yeah, you know, don't point things gross. out. Funkle. Funkle. Hey, I'm a Funkle. <laughs> I got a Funkle t-shirt. That was an awesome shirt. <laughs> don't get that. I'm don't, f- don't, no, I'm telling Jen not to buy one for the family. Don't buy a Funkle <laughs> shirt for your stepdad. Though you could you could create your own and sell that as merchandise later when they can't question you because you're so successful, you'd be like, "Well, you know what? I'm very powerful now." So I'm very powerful now. Stay away from my merch table. So you guys go back to your guest house you live in in my mansion, and um, I'm in charge now. I'm in charge. I'm the captain now. Family is tricky. I'm the comedy captain. Like, do you ever think at what point do you have to say you don't care what anyone thinks? I don't. I don't think you should ever get to that point. I think that. I think that people that say that. That's, I, I think that that's, what does that say about you as a human being? If you're like, you've cored yourself out, you're like, yeah, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. Like that's. Yeah, that's kind of a, a, a well, I mean. It's, some things should still matter to you. Well, uh, you know, it's hard to say. It's like, yeah, you should, I mean, no, you shouldn't let people's opinions stop you from doing the things you want to do. I get that. But I agree like, that. W- it, like if you're hurting people's feelings and offending people that are close to you. Well, because of your comedy, it's like, well, do you, you should care a little bit about what they think and how they react. No, I mean, definitely the, the, the joke I made, that, that was definitely wrong. But I'm saying, like, like I babysit sometimes with my brother and his three kids. Like, my brother and his wife are very sensitive about their kids. Meaning you're not allowed like, to talk about them. I don't even put, like, pictures of them on Instagram, just in case. I don't That's know. That's okay, though. So, but, and then I, sometimes I'm like, I should write material about babysitting, but then I'm like, oh, do I even want to chance it if they might? 
not like I'm going to say their kids are assholes or something, but you don't, you don't know. You can just say, you, you, well, what I do, well, I don't know. What, what I do for stuff is if, if like a friend of mine says something dumb or a random person I know says something stupid and I'm turning that into a joke, I put it on my brother. Like I create a character in my brother. So like if you created a character of family that you babysat for and it was based on that family oh. and you were using your jokes about what happens to those kids, you don't have to say my nephew and my niece. You can say this family I babysit for, Billy and Susie, these fucking idiot that kids. It never even dawned on yeah, me. Just, use I'm Irwin's such an kids. idiot. Irwin's kids. Yeah, just I'll just say Irwin's it's Irwin's. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or especially, their especially names will be you, Tanner. <laughs> but if you follow Irwin, you could say I babysit sometimes for his kids. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> If you let Irwin open for you on your next world tour. Mm-hmm. Why did I not even think of that? Sometimes I'm so close-minded. Well, no, it's not close-minded. It's because the things you talk about are legit, it's real reality to your life. Oh, so yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's where you write from, which yeah. is completely... The best place? Uh, the best In place. My it, yeah, it's awesome. But, but sometimes... That's a good idea. Like, what yeah. I've done is, like, I can't be like, and then my friend Matt said this dumb thing, and then my friend Steve said this. It's like, my, my brother Jeff is an idiot. These are the dumbass things he said. Some of the stuff I've said. Well, now we know it's mad. I like that you put it all on Jeff. Yeah, I do because one, it's. Jeff doesn't care. Jeff doesn't care. He gets it. And it creates to me, and not this is, but like when you hear like a Chappelle talk about his buddy or like uh, Jim Norton, Chip, or whatever, you know, it's like it just creates a person that more people can go, oh, yeah, like, like Beverly Morgan, my mom's friend. She's met Jeff, you know, maybe. A few times, the same she's met me, if not less. And when I got done with my sets at the Ice House, she was like, "Oh, I thought you were going to do some jokes about your brother." Like she's like she liked she those jokes, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and not because she like knows Jeff very well, but because she just thought, you know, I, I like the idea of those jokes. You know, they're, yeah. they're good, they're decent jokes. But again, my brother didn't say or do all those things. He kind of did what your mom did to me one night. I used to have a joke about. My brother's saying he wasn't a boob guy. And I look out, he's going, I, I like boobs. I don't know why. And I'm like, oh. And I go, I can hear you. And I stopped the whole thing, and I just started making fun of him from the stage because I was like, well, don't fucking talk during my sets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, no. yeah, I mean, you can, you can still make those jokes and make those observations and, and all that shit. Just put them on someone else. All right. Thank you, John. <laughs> See? Do you have anyone any more advice for me? Anyone else have any start a podcast about comedy? Anyone else have any comedy oh, yeah. questions? <laughs> Joke? By the way, I just Joke realized I debunked your guys' uh, um, freeway thing. I didn't even realize. I just, I just. Uh, what about the crazy lady I found uh, living across the street, well into her 80s, and all she did was smoke cigarettes and drink champagne and lived right next to the freeway and is still alive to this day with a tumor on her neck, so... She's been there. Wait. She lived across the street since the late fifties. I debunked 50s. any theories. I did. Dude. I just did. No, I, I think I did. You're a real Bill Nye over there. Thank you. Hey, Mythbusters. Thank you. Like I mean, it didn't, it didn't help her son hanging, but what? <laughs> every day she's drink champagne. Oh my god! Yeah, and she's you know, the thing. I can't. I just can't believe is that having found her in that crazy house across the street with John living in the ceiling was that um, the fact the that she's still alive. She's got to be like 80, Where is she now? You don't know that she's still yeah, alive. Yeah, I, I check in on her. Yeah, she's, she uh, lives in a home uh, somewhere, somewhere else, and she's still to this day. You stop by and look through the window? Is she still Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I do. I don't, when, I, when I say I visit you people. You play a Vuvuzela outside her bedroom yeah, every night? Whenever I say I'm going to visit someone, really what I'm doing is just going up to the windows. 
Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's, that's what I mean in. by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I visited you last night, John. What? I was home. I didn't hear any. You didn't ring the doorbell. But I, 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 do, I, I do have an official card for being a neighborhood watch captain. So that's what you can do. <laughs> oh. Once you have that card, you can just hold it up and be like, neighborhood watch captain. Oh, so oh does that go above or below PTA president? Uh, PTA president pretty much trumps everything, yeah, let's be honest. So. There's, there's so much respect for PTA presidents. You know what? That's what you should have asked my mom for advice. She was a PTA president. Uh, well, you, we didn't I felt like the whole time I was talking to your mom, you were like, this when is this going to be over? Two form or two foreign and current current uh, PTA huh? presidents on it. Oh. Two foreign, <laughs> two former. Like, what are you trying to say? Yeah, we should call this. Should we call this a presidential podcast? I from think now we on? Oh my god! In the is. new year, That's the presidential a lot of podcast. We've had two PTA presidents on. I will say that that I have received this past year at school some backward, uh, uh, backhanded comments where people are like, "Well, you know, when um, when the new president next year." Like not wow. you know, basically assuming that I but will not first, be welcome. Dude, I back. thought you were pushed out, and then, no, then I, you came back. Yeah, no, I pushed myself You're out. You're a two-time PTA. So then you came. So then you left, and because you were like, "Fuck all you guys," and they were all like, "You no, know, what? I was Good. never. I was never that. I was. I'm an all-in guy, and you can lose your mind if you're an all-in volunteer. You will lose your fucking mind. That's so, why I'm an all-out dude. So I, uh, I, I lost my mind. I was like, I need to, I need to step out of this. I stepped out. So I got to be a school big toe, had a few a big toe guy. Just put one toe in. The, the teachers, and I don't Pull care because the teachers don't listen to this podcast. Off, off, um, uh, off, off duty. Of, let's just say there was a, they, they had a few drinks and they cornered me and they're like, we want you back. And then halfway through this year, I was like, what am I doing? Why, why am I doing this? And I said to one Teachers of Teachers are like, so we don't have to, bro. No, and, and, I remember, and I remember saying to them uh, on campus, one of them, I go, well, you know, the reason why I'm back is because, you know, you cornered me. And she's like, I did? And I was like, oh, God damn it. We're she's like, sorry, I had a couple of flaming mo's and I got saucy. <laughs> which is, which I, the funny thing is, I, it's, it, people always want to believe that uh, teachers are not human beings and like don't have like outside lives and do nothing except sit at home and grade papers, you know, like in rocking chairs with, uh, and knit. It's just like, get over yourselves. They're human beings that actually have lives and, and maybe occasionally sip on something. Why isn't this the movie you're writing? What movie? Of me talking to you guys while Jen does the... You're the one that says you don't like that, by the way. I the bottle I crunching. I did it for you. PTA. Does it bother me? PTA. Huh? PTA president, the movie. PTA president, the movie. Oh, that's a draw. Yeah. It would be a draw. Dude, if you made it funny It'd enough. be original. No, I wouldn't make it funny. Make it a drama? No. <laughs> that would be I would hilarious. make it neither. <laughs> make it a dramatic, <laughs> cinematic... He was the PTA president. I think it's all that at that point. Then it's all in the scoring. You of the music. I have to ask Dave across this. the street to Dude, score, he could for, score me, for you. A previous a musical. Guest, a musical. I, I did. I am uh, considering doing PTA the musical. I'm an all-in volunteer. <laughs> I'm driving myself crazy. No, Dan Satchoff and I have been working on PTA the musical. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No, I believe that. Yeah. So if anybody that is in the industry steals this from me, we now know it's now official that has been put out there that we've... Also, I was writing a summer blockbuster, so if anyone does that, it's mine. (laughs) Is it called Summer Blockbuster? No, that's the working title, but whatever you name it. It's a hit TV show and a summer blockbuster. I've got got one critically acclaimed TV show in the works and then a summer blockbuster. So if anybody puts one of those out... I'll know you took it from me. Honestly, why has no one made a movie called Summer Blockbuster that they put out in the summer? And why has no one written a show called Hit TV Show? Like Tonight why? on Hit TV Show. Seriously, idea. why? The, I, of all these, I don't care if it's a failure. The, the, the fact that nobody has done that. that Good that attitude. Makes even fun- I don't no. care if it's a Doesn't failure. Doesn't that make it even funnier if it's a failure of a It, show a called it aired one episode. It was known no, as it would. the worst. You keep airing it. 
because the arrogance of going back to don't give a shit what anybody has to say, that's the arrogance of it to call it the TV show and it, have it, it doesn't have to be good and you just don't stop airing it. You're like, well, it's called it a TV show. I think so. this is a brilliant idea. Thank you. So Netflix, we know you listen to the Take podcast because we've been off. saying good things about you, Netflix. It, so the, nobody steals it. We should oh, yeah. rename Get There to Hit TV Show. Hit TV Show. <laughs> Tonight on Hit TV Show, Janet stops by. Janet, yes. <laughs> Uh, It'd be Janet and Funkle would be the stars. By the way, well, Amazon I'm is, Funkle, and this is my pal Janet. I've, I have an Alexa right next to us. Amazon has already taken it. All I do. That thing keeps lighting up behind you. It's really weirding me out. Is it? Is it lighting up? Yeah, yeah. that's funny. That means it's when it's you were sampling. talking to my mom, it was lighting up. It's it's sampling, sampling. You're gonna get it's a bunch sampling. Of, it's listening. You're gonna get a bunch of Warnville figurines. Yeah. <laughs> that's the here. thing. Is it's not getting much. What is this? Trying. The historical museum. We're saying nothing. So. What? But well, you know, back in my, you know, speaking of things moving forward, I uh, no moving into was. 2018, I am done talking about Donald Trump. I can't. That like my thing is like I, I was on that train for a little while this year where I was like, God damn it, we all need to, we need to fight this. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, I got exhausted. I got like, fucking exhausted. Now with, he's like, on the, the nap whole... train. He's on the deep sleep pillow train. <laughs> no, but he's I'm saying that. Train. I'm he's saying that because that, then it, that's just the government, you know, seeing if I'm still. If I still have any, if I'm still angry and, and about the yeah. whole Trump thing. They're, they're like, let's unpatch from this guy's uh, phone Yeah, line. we got to get to somebody else. He's given up. <laughs> let's go to the next Packer fan living in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Packers playing the Rams in LA next year. I'm, I'm, I'm totally, this was, this was, it. it's the dream come you true for me as a football fan. You should dress up like you're fan. going to a game in Lambeau in December. Yes, yeah. dude. That's a good one. Everyone dressed like in winter coats and stuff. Parkas Seriously, and, though. Yeah. Can I go? Yeah, it's probably going to be a Sunday night football game. Jen, you wouldn't like it. The Foo so Fighters hot. are playing the halftime show. You wouldn't like it. <laughs> Dave Grohl's going to sit next to him and hold Tanner's hand. You wouldn't like it. Yeah. yeah. All the 98 degrees back streets are going to be there. You wouldn't like it. We have, yeah, we have the Foo Fighter seats. Uh, we're actually sitting with them, so I'm going to forget to invite you. It's the Foo Fighter so. box. <laughs> oh. They serve Foo Fighter potatoes. It's pretty good. <laughs> Who, I had one. I just him told, taking pictures with Dave Grohl and one extra ticket. I don't know where I didn't have anyone to give this ticket to. <laughs> They're just lighting the extra ticket on fire. Why? It's like me and Dave Grohl just being pyromaniacs with this extra ticket I couldn't give away. So, Jen, you're going to move in 2018, right? Now that we've learned this new strategy, that's how you're going to meet a man? Yeah, I'm going to make a lot of money and move. Can you just move out of your place and then right back into it and not tell the person? Be like, all right, let's just take this stuff, get in there, drive around the block, and then bring it right back into the same place? No, just take it all out, leave it on the street, and then have a guy, i got to move it into here. Can you help me get my stuff into my... Well, I'm going to Afghanistan, so I might find a place down there, maybe. Maybe I'll meet a soldier. You're going to find a place down there in Afghanistan? Yeah. Where's Jen live now? Afghanistan. (laughs) Afghanistan. A lot of places. She started a a mic there. It's once, well, once she's like just once a month. I don't want to get. Edgy. I don't want people calling me every goddamn week. <laughs> really so I'm, I'm assuming you're going there to do comedy. Yeah. When are you going to Afghanistan? February fifth to the fourteenth. February. So 5th after to the 14th. San Jose, if you want to see Valentine's Jen, Day. ooh, that's when my movie comes out. We're gonna have a lot to talk about when when uh, you get back. You're gonna have come back from war. I'm gonna have released a movie on Valentine's Day. That's so exciting, Eddie. What will you be doing? I'll be writing apology letters to all my mom's friends. Okay. <laughs> By that time. Perfect. Yeah. John? Uh, I don't have any shows booked yet. I'm going to start but hustling. what's the big my... thing? What's big 2018? Oh, 2018, Johnny, Johnny Thunderpants. Man. What do we got? I don't know. Just move forward. Stay positive. Uh, no Trump, then. Have fun. Positivity. Um, be very grateful for where I am and what I've got and enjoy it because uh, <laughs> it doesn't last. Because we're living by the freeway. 
Because we're living by because we all because if you live in L.A. you you all live. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say pretty much almost everybody lives by a freeway. Unfortunately, yeah. in L.A. No, these days. Not if you're all the way down. No, not like Eddie doesn't. Santa Eddie Monica. Eddie's good. Santa Monica. John's you good. can live two miles from the ten. That's true. I was trying to think of. A place. I'm two miles from the 101. Yeah. No, I said you guys are all fine. Eddie's, but Eddie's a lot of two miles do. from the 101. I'm we're two totally miles from the 101. Screwed. Yeah, we're all screwed. I mean, we like, live in like, Los Angeles. You know what? If it, you is you can that, that's the thing. I'm a hypochondriac, and I like I've tried to like change. Like, thanks for that information. So I'm trying to, uh, you know, change all that. I just uh, you kind of got to give get to a point where what you're like, you? I'm going to be nice to everybody as as much as I possibly can, and just fucking let go of shit. I'm tired of carrying shit, and, I, and the reason why I say that is I. Well, I, I'm, I'm past this whole like unfriending people stuff that kind of this was, was a trend in 2016 and 2017, especially because of the politics. I won't unfriend anybody anymore. I just, I just don't give a shit. And that's what I was telling you guys, John, you don't know about this. Going back and then I'll, I know you say something, Jen. I told, I showed Jen and Eddie this thing like when I posted our show that we were all doing at the Ice House and somebody that I grew up with was like, I've known you my whole entire life and I didn't think you were funny then and I still don't think you're funny. That was their response to me promoting a show. And I looked at it and I was like, I'm gonna leave that there. Just let it let it hang. I don't I don't give a shit. Like if that's the world you want to live in, and whether you're being funny or not, it's still a negative funny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I I was that guy once. So that's the thing too. Is like I got to be careful like how I approach stuff. Like I'm not gonna chastise somebody when I would probably say snarky ass shit like that if I was trying to be funny. But it's just like, well, would you to- try to be funny to some guy you barely knew, or would you try to do that to like Eddie? You know what I mean? The difference of like the the comment is. If it's on my page, like if 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 it's a friend of mine who's like, dude, I didn't like you in high school. I don't like you now. <laughs> like, okay, that's funny. But if it's a guy I went to high school with who I barely know, who's like, I didn't think you were very funny. Like, oh, really? You took the time out of your day to put that on my fucking Facebook page? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah. Well, he only inter- ever interjects in like a, a negative form. If I ever say anything about Donald Trump, he's on there immediately defending the guy. And like, so I don't. Again, so my my whole thing was like, live and learn. I just don't give a shit. I don't care. I, it's like it doesn't matter. Obviously, either he genuinely doesn't think I'm funny and he's that angry with me, but then the point is, like, why are we... Many he's, people like that are insane. just so miserable. Yeah, that's an angry person. They need somewhere to take Or he's not. Anger. Or he just does... He's really bad at being funny. Or... or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or, he's really bad at sarcasm. Or, hear me yeah. out, or he's super fucking hilarious and, like, just being annoying to you. Do you know what Could I mean? Could be, like, too. But like, like I said, I bother this guy. But my, my point is, like, some people be like, "Fuck you!" Don't want to immediately go after that. Fuck you! Yeah, I am unfriendly. Like, I just read the stuff and go, no, "All right, no, whatever," no, and no, I move look, on. Look, there's first of all, you'll be happier the more you stay off Facebook. That's just that simple. Uh, secondly, like, like, you get mad, then they win. Yeah, and also it, none, none of it mad. is real. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's most fine. of the arguments aren't right. That's the other thing I've learned about the internet. Most of the arguments, and Eddie and I have gone back and forth <laughs> in this. And I tell Eddie stay off, and then of course, ten seconds later, I'm you on there post doing more it. More than I do. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore, because I realize it's exactly what you just said. Most of our arguments are not real; they're manufactured. Like they didn't. We would never have these if we were not part of that that social media world. The world we have chosen to live in, we the, most of that stuff never have never would have penetrated our lives, and we would be so much happier for it. That's the one thing you learn: the difference between reality and this other fucking reality that we're trying to create for ourselves. That just it's like we you you can go off the deep end on that shit. But even, to what go, to what end? Yeah, I mean, but but also to an extent, like this everything that people think they care about that means it's all man made silliness. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't 
It doesn't matter. Like we're all still energy. It does none of it's going to change Did that. You just watch the Jim Carrey Andy Kaufman. No, no, he's a NASA. He he. No. I I agree with the way he subscribes. He subscribes to the whole NASA spiritual theory. No, thing. I'm just kidding because that's what they talked about. No, it. but I'll say. But Jim Carrey listens to a lot of Eckhart Tolle, and I I do the same thing. But I do I did that before I knew Jim yeah. Carrey did it or whatever. I thought just before I knew Jim Carrey. No, but I mean, but uh, th- that Andy thing is... That was a really good documentary. It was though. bizarre, but but also I understand, like, people are like, oh, Jim Carrey's off his nut. I'm like, no, he's not, actually. Like, yeah. if you listen to what he's saying, I know it sounds like, it sounds almost arrogant coming from him and the way he, he puts it forward. Uh, I could see people being turned off by the, the way he explains it, but when he's like, there really is no Jim, this, it's like, he's ba- ba- basically just, at our essence, we're all energy, and like, everything else is like we we evolved brains and with these brains we've now made things that we think in everybody in each of our lives this is important this is important that's important i have to have this i need that and that's all societal and like you know why did why did harvey weinstein think it was okay to fucking wield all that power because he grew up in a society that was like yeah big powerful men in hollywood fucking do kind of that kind of shit and that's how it, you know what i mean it's like it, it just it just perpetuates and grows and grows and and it's if you don't change your thought process, you're going to go the same way. And I don't know if I'm just rambling at this point. No, it makes sense. That's what I'm saying. That's the point is like moving forward. And maybe it's because I've got kids and because they're starting to turn into human beings. Not that they weren't before. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they can think they're, they're and walk becoming and talk way themselves. more social. They're starting to, starting to say stuff. Older one is starting to have like legitimate shit thrown at me now. Where I'm like, oh my God, you're starting to formulate the world that you're about to live in to where before it was like i created a false world for my kids that's what you do you create a false well right and also all all the questions was like because i said so and i'm your dad and you do what i say because their questions weren't like why can't i go outside with no shoes on because i said so now it's like hey uh what do you mean i have to listen to the police if the police are doing this this and this and this you're like oh by the way now we gotta talk about oh my god hopefully you guys will appreciate this as much as i did just because it falls within our world Somehow or another, I was having a conversation with the kids, and they, you know, with vacation time, I'm, I, I get a little more time to watch Netflix and stuff like that. And there must have been a, a time where I was watching, I was skimming through a lot of comedy specials. <laughs> Tanner, my oldest son, goes, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be my dad for a second. Oh, I'm going to sit downstairs and watch all these people do comedy, talking about how oh, I don't believe in Jesus, I don't believe in religion, blah, 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 angry, angry points of view, but I hate God and all that kind of stuff, angry points of view, blah, blah, blah. And, I was, and they just walked away, and I was like, what the fuck was that? That's what he thinks you watch? That's what he, that's what he got of all the comedy specials that I watched that apparently comics just fucking hate that's Jesus. Hilarious. Don't believe in God. <laughs> angry, angry, blah, blah, blah. That's so funny. <laughs> that's funny, though. Because I said, I'm going to go, I, I go, that's what you think I am. He goes, no, that's the stuff you watch, all the comics you watch. They're all angry and don't believe in has, God. Has he seen any of your stuff? No. No. I've, they've asked. Can't find it on Netflix? <laughs> it's buried pretty deep. <laughs> it's on Hulu. They, okay, so it's they. so. We, they're, the big thing with kids now is YouTube. And it's always been, but like for like getting on YouTube, but they they pretty much go on YouTube and they watch guys play video games and talk about it. It's like a huge yeah, thing. Yeah, my doing. buddy's involved. And know. then a couple other guys that are like, "Hey, we're out in the street today, and we're going to do this and trick shots and all this kind of like that's their world, right? Like it's not narrative based; it's it's video game and like just reality based stuff. But then um, somehow or another, they finally put 
two and two together and they're like, well, you didn't you do puppet stuff? And I was like, yeah, did this thing Hulk farts and, you know, 10 million people watched it. And like their, their eyes just like blew up. They're like, wait, you are on YouTube? And so then they went there and saw the Hulk fart stuff, which they immediately thought was stupid and also agreed with most of the comments on there. It's like, how <laughs> the hell did I get here? You? What you on earth is going life, on here? Piece of shit. <laughs> why, why is this happening? You know, all that kind of stuff. Uh. But um, because, because now that they, both of them are like, oh, I, um, I subscribe to you. And I'm like, first off, no, you don't because you don't have YouTube accounts. Because you have YouTube accounts that I don't know about. Like, you know, we're in trouble. But they, they both like, that's their new word. Like, you know, because, you know, they see that's all these people talk about on YouTube now is subscribe. Everything they do, yeah. like every other word they is start, comma, subscribe, and comma, and subscribe. And like and comment. So they're talking about that. So I've got at least just a small ounce of cred. But the funny thing is that they haven't. They don't if they if I've told them at this point if I've told them don't watch other stuff because the comedy's on there and stuff like that and I don't feel it's appropriate for them yet especially when I talk about their mother giving childbirth and stuff like that it's not really I don't want that <laughs> they shouldn't be watching that right now they're gonna no they that's fine eventually they're going to yeah, tomorrow but no they're pretty good they're pretty good about not watching that stuff long story short I wasn't short but they were also disappointed in the Hulk fart oh thanks just like the guy at the uh, I saw the other day. He took out a lot of words. I was supposed to be positive. I agree with that guy. (laughs) I paid that guy. You know what? He's probably right, which is why I haven't. You have to take that to an extent. You have to. You have to think and go. Is he right? Maybe that's why I haven't been as successful in the in in the worlds that I wanted. Did that to me. And you may think he's being a dick, but I don't. In his mind, he wasn't. He said, "I like you." It wasn't. I hate you. And here's some. Here's some. Reasons why I hate you. He was like, like I the like way you. an uncle starts a joke. I'm not racist, but <laughs> well, he, but he wasn't being that guy, mm. you know. I like you, but you suck. <laughs> he didn't say that either. I'm just saying it's like so. Then you act. Sometimes I actually listen and I go, "Gosh, maybe that is part of my downfall. Maybe I am too wordy." <laughs> you come home, and you're like, so "You're not. Why isn't Dad talking? Because words have made me a failure. Much. I talk too much." Oh, Dad's lost his mind. <laughs> Eventually, don't all dads lose their minds? Yeah, I assume immediately upon becoming a dad. Yeah. It's, it's slow. It's that, that looked very slow for Ed. No, was, he looks like he belongs in a home. Almost immediate. <laughs> I'm going to go Ed was a little bit of Ed before Ed was Ed. Yeah. Ed, w- Ed would belonged in a home beforehand. He just slept more. <laughs> Can't you sleep more now that he's getting older? Now I can. But so the first five years, it's, there's no sleep. Yeah. Five years. And then I think it becomes a choice. Yeah. Or the body makes a well, choice. Well, then they can get up by themselves and on a Saturday and make their own breakfast and watch, turn a TV on or whatever. You can lay re, re, then by that time, your body's so used to waking up early, you can never go back. It's not well, the there's the, you, as long as they get past the choking and starting fires yeah. in, in your mind, like what, what things can they do to kill themselves even as they get older where yeah. they, like, they're willing to like, I can do this. Anyone like, who's I got up this. and you're laying in bed still trying to sleep, you're still kind of like one yeah. eye open. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not, a, it's, not a, it's not a deep sleep. It's not the salad days anymore. It's not a deep sleep. So, Jen, you're, you're, you're 2018. What are you going to do? How are you going to be better? Because we're going to judge this. We're going to call I, this back in the end of 2018. We're going to listen to this and see what, what ended up. I've not, been we're gonna told see a couple that I need more discipline. What kind of discipline? Um, Brushing write, your teeth? Or? Write out. Um, I always write out like new ideas I want to do. And when I'm going to a show, I'll write out the new sh- jokes. And then I'll get on stage and be like, I want the laughs. And I go back to old stuff, but I need to be more disciplined of like turning out material and not being afraid to fail on stage. Discipline. Okay, that's going to be your discipline. big thing. Yes. 
And what do you expect to get from that discipline? Or even just the discipline of like taping my sets. But what do you expect? I haven't to put up a new video on my web page, on my website in like okay. Three but here's years. the thing. So with that discipline, though, what's the payoff? Like I carried my camera around last night and then I didn't use it. Well, first off, why are you carrying cameras? Just do it on your no, phone. No, I mean my or... stand for my phone. Okay. My camera stand. Right. What's the benefit? What's going to be the payoff? Like More if you're going to do all that, what's success? You have to. What's the end game for you? I want to be a, a headliner that does weekends, not. In, Instead of Tuesday. I'm grateful for the Tuesdays. Very grateful. So I'm going to give you a tip. I can't remember if I shared this story on this show or not. About ever told the Gary Shandling story? About when I I watched him for a week? No. Mm -hmm. Did I tell that story already? No, no. The longest story of it. I used to work at the Comedy Magic Club. And Gary Shandling was coming in as surprise guest sets. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Right? And I was a huge Gary Shandling fan. That was when I first started moving out there. And every night he would come on with his bunch of crumpled papers and we'd go out there, first five minutes, audience is like, yeah, it's Gary Shannon. They're totally stoked that a star is there. And then after like five minutes, no one was really laughing and he was just kind of like, at the time, I realized, he was just working shit out, right? And he was just really wasn't getting a lot of laughs and you could see the uncomfortable of the audience because you know they're feeling the same way I'm feeling night after night of like, well, maybe he wasn't as funny as I thought he was. Like, I felt like the curtain had been revealed somehow or another in my unformulated mind. I was like, the curtain was revealed. Maybe... Maybe television is this magical thing that tricks us all into believing somebody is what they're not, right? And then Saturday comes. All that stuff that he struggled with, crushed on Saturday night. It was tight. It was clean. Uh, really? it, was, it was a yeah, machine. He threw shit out that didn't work. He's moved shit around. He changed everything. Until- he was not afraid to fail in front of people. Like, imagine us. We, I, I would classify us as no names on any given night that we're performing. Yeah. He's not. He's fucking Gary Shandling. He's a star. There's expectations for a star to deliver every second of every moment that you're on stage. He was willing to shove that aside and have people leave that night going, yeah, I really thought I liked that guy, but... I don't really like that guy anymore. He was willing to take that risk in order to get to Saturday and destroy. Because he realized that was the only way to do it. That's the only way to do it is sometimes you have to take the hit on stage that night. Because you've got to test it with an audience. You can't test it in your basement or in a, in a mirror. Your mirror's not going to no, tell you anything. But there's also ways for like, people like us to do it and not have everyone walk out and go, uh, you know, you can start doing new jokes. Yeah, like on... I remember just performing at a bar. Well, also, uh, but guys, my point was that, I guess what I'm saying to you is that uh, the reason why I tell that story is because... If, if if he's just showing you that you know you you have to take the risk, yeah, you have to be no, willing no, to take the sure. risk. Guys That's on his it. level know they're going to have a Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday at Comedy Magic Club because they're Gary Shandling. They know they're going to have those days. Yeah, but they're those still going to go away. But they're still so taking it out on the Tuesday audience at Comedy Magic Club and just do a bunch of new stuff and people are like, oh god, I'll, well, I no. won't have Wednesday. No, I think at our level you have to crush. It you at have the club. to you have to tuck it in. I'm not talking about the club. I'm talking about your goals. I'm talking yeah. about your goals and saying you need to do this. Yeah. The point is, you can do it. You have to figure out how to do it, and Sub you, you'll survive through it. One new joke a set. Sub yeah. in one new joke a set, and then you, by the end of the couple of weeks, you'll have a new ten minutes. The, the point is. It's like that Bill Burr's like story where some people were like, "How do you write a whole new hour every year?" And he's like, "It's five minutes a month." Like when he broke it down, you're like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah. All is forgiven when you kill. It's like you know when you that, say right? Just like, one new joke a set that's going to add up quick to yeah, a lot of new material. Of course. You ever go yeah. to a, you ever go to a, a sporting event? Let's baseball as an example. Guy strikes out three times in a row. People start booing him. Hits a home run and last at bat. People are like, "I love that guy." Yeah, like, that's. <laughs> You, you, all you have to do, all is forgiven when you succeed. All is forgiven. It doesn't matter. Eddie, what are you going to do in 2018? Oh, shit. It's um, been a very interesting podcast. I don't know. All right. John? No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Eddie, you have Try no goals? Try to do goals? better than last year. Okay. Eddie has goals. Try to do better than last year. All right. 
That's it, Ed? You got nothing. I got nothing. We'll come back to you. There's no we'll circle back. back. So we're circling back. back, John. Make sure by Valentine's Day you got it, okay? <laughs> we'll come back to you. Wait, he has to have his whole life together by Valentine's Day? No, I his idea. Because we I said we are going to have a big podcast after Valentine's Day. I actually have to get going. All right. He has to leave. All right, John. Right. Uh, I'm going to listen more, talk less. On the podcast? All the time. Okay. I do that a lot. It have more empathy. Well for me. More empathy. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's my goals. All right. You going to have kids this year? No. Okay. This has been Eddie, you going to have kids this year? Podcast. No, I'm done. We're done. Okay, with that. that's a wrap. All right. That's a wrap. Jen, you going to have kids this year? Who knows? I'm going to get fixed this year. Oh, good. Yeah, you are. Right after, on right on after February you see, 14th, right you will get Brian's fixed. Brian's movie, you're going to go get a vasectomy. That's right. I'm going to get fixed, <laughs> then go to the movie. I, I relate. <laughs> you got to call Eddie this. up in front here. And then Why didn't they call this frozen peas? Yeah, not no more. Fixed. February 14th. Yay, congratulations. Uh, All right, everybody. Guys, I uh, hope everyone has a, had an had a enjoyable year. I hope you have a very safe and happy New Year's Eve. Thank you to all our guests, Thank all you of our to listeners. All the this people that came mom. on the show. Thank you to the people that called in. Thank you to people that let us call them. Um, thanks for listening, most importantly. And without you guys, it would just be us. So, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> uh, all we don't right. know yet. We don't know yet. That's all I'm saying. It will oh, be. 2018 yeah. is going to rock, everybody. All right, I'm going to go get an air purifier. All right. Okay, bye. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>